0: This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty
1: Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is The Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. Appreciate you guys being here, Jake. Appreciate doing the show with you. Uh, Every day. Nice shirt, bro. Why bring it up? Why bring? Why start trouble? Why start trouble? Like, right? I just paid you a compliment. I just paid you. Oh, hey. I was trying to pay you one back, man. What's up, fat ass? Looks real good and blue.
0: <laughs> Are my you bad. done? My bad. Sorry. Sorry. My bad.
1: All right. Need a new co-host on the show. <laughs> the Monty Show. As always is presented by the advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Hands down, no doubt about it. Uh, pretty cool watching uh, a local police department outside our front door doing motorcycle training. Always makes me think of the advocates because when you're on your bike, you know it is not a matter of if it is when uh, you end up in a situation where you're you're on the wrong side of an automobile. Uh, because we're terrible drivers in this country. And, you know, funny thing is, I was talking to my insurance agent today about motorcycles and scooters and glass and Mustangs, and it's a crazy world out there. Have the advocates on your mind. When you leave the house and you say to yourself, hey, I got in an accident today, uh, theadvocates.com. Hey, I got hurt at work today, fell off that ladder, didn't have any safety, advocates.com. You got to do it, right? Because the best part about the advocates is you don't pay them until and unless they win your case, period. So they'll help you defer your medical bills. They're going to get you back on your feet. They're going to make sure that you get what you deserve at the advocates. The advocates.com. Let's see, let's do some shout outs today to start the show. Who's the first one in today? Make sure if you guys are here, all 247 of you. Drew Christensen was first one in and first like today. That's let's my go. guy, Drew. Let's go. Appreciate you. Truck stop Gumby, of course. Second comment, third like, yo, cow turd. Yo, cow turd. Cow turd. Saul, so, uh, so, what's up? It's been too long, my friend. He says, sup boys. What's up, Saul? Good to see you. Uh, Let's see, who else? Patrick Bourne is here. I have a video coming out at 4.30. Neat. Cool, bro. Preston uh, Dorfeld is an Apple offering around 20 million. Uh, We're going to talk a lot about Apple today. Do you guys believe, and I think this is a really significant, this is a really significant one. Do you guys believe that Apple is a viable partner for ESPN. Not for the Pac-12, for ESPN. I think this is a huge, huge question. I think there has been a lot of talk about this. We released a short on it two weeks ago. We did another one today on the channel. You can find where we talked about Apple versus ESPN for the Pac-12 package. And I think one of the more interesting questions in this whole Pac-12 pursuit of a TV deal, do you believe that Apple and ESPN would play nice in the sandbox? Can you have part of the package on ESPN and part of the package on on Apple TV? And I just don't see how that's possible. I've talked to sources in TV, I've talked to sources around ESPN who have told us that there's no way that that makes sense for them. Apple and Disney are absolutely competitors it makes very little sense for ESPN and Apple to make a deal together, Jake. And frankly, I just don't see how it benefits either one of them.
0: Yeah, and I think the, the trouble with this this, you know, idea is that, you know, the desire is different. The desire level is different for these two. So ESPN, you know, doesn't doesn't covet pac-12 uh content they, they just don't they're, they're they're willing to pay a certain number 90 million uh and they're not really willing to go past that number and when you look at apple the problem with apple is that they're an all-or-nothing proposition so while both of these two are rivals to each other in the streaming space espn is just on another planet as far as content creation is concerned because streaming is just one section of their business where streaming is all that Apple does, and I think when you right. when you compare these two, it's just such a different proposition uh, for the Pac-12. If you ask the question, well. What happens if you combine Apple and ESPN? Like, there's this idea going around that you know Apple might be interested in 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 buying ESPN. Oh, just the whole the whole deal, right? That that Disney wants to sell ESPN and Apple's going to buy it, and and that's all. That's how this is all going to work out together. And, and and I'm not so sure that I'm confident in that, mainly because ESPN and and frankly ESPN Plus is just thriving. Uh, a lot of people will tell you, oh, well, it's the layoffs and they're struggling but they're only laying people off you know not because their business at espn is struggling but frankly disney plus is struggling and disney is pulling money out of espn to cover their ass at, at disney plus so- yeah
1: yeah i think those are all valid points and and to your point about layoffs i i don't what is it that people don't like about espn and i just i want to hash this out because i i truly don't understand what the rub with espn is and why there is so much frustration and why people are so upset at ESPN or rooting for ESPN to fail and you know assuming that ESPN is failing, because I got news for you ESPN makes a ton of money. Yeah. They make a hundred and thirty-seven point seven million dollars a month on ESPN plus subscriptions. Do you guys understand that that is one point seven billion dollars a year? and it's only going up. It is only going up. Their cost, their profit per customer, per subscriber, went from in the first quarter of this year, the first three months of the year, from 534 to 554. They went up 20 cents yeah. per subscriber. Which
0: doesn't seem like a lot, but then when you go, oh, hey, by the way, yeah, there's 25 million of those. It's a ridiculous number. a huge
1: number. number. It's a ridiculous number, and so I come back to this question about, hey, What is the rub with ESPN? I don't personally understand it. It, I feel like ESPN has become personal to certain viewers and certain fan bases. And I've never understood that. ESPN is a broadcast company. I don't look at ESPN as a company where I'm like, oh, they hate me, so I got to hate them. Like, it's not personal, man. They're quite literally just delivering baseball, football, hockey, you name it, NBA games. Yeah. And you, like, for some reason, that's just not good enough. And I think you're looking at a situation where ESPN is becoming the only place for sports. Mm-hmm. Not a place. ESPN, the worldwide leader, is inarguably the home of sports in this country. And really, I think I can make an argument that it is the home of sports on this planet. Best. With the way that Deportes is done and There are partnerships across Europe and Asia. Like ESPN is the worldwide leader in sports for a reason. I think their deal with F1 has clearly demonstrated that. Like it's just remarkable what they've done as a company to grow their footprint. So I struggle when we get into these conversations about how bad ESPN sucks. ESPN doesn't suck. There's Mm -hmm. no metric. And I I don't know which one you would even try to fathom to come up with that says ESPN sucks. Okay. Well, you're going to need to explain that because uh, again, I I don't, and I don't want to speak for you, but I don't, there's not a sport that I don't watch on ESPN, whether it's baseball, hockey, certainly NFL, certainly college football, Mm. college basketball, the college world series, like you name it. I watch it on ESPN. Yeah. And and I don't I don't particularly think that I I want I want it any other way because I think they are by far the best at what they do. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's no doubt. There's a reason that they've got the Masters or the college football playoff or recently bringing back the NHL, the NBA Finals on ABC and ESPN. Like it's not close. So, like, do do you have a criticism of ESPN, or like, where do you come down on
0: this? Yeah, I mean, my only criticism of ESPN right now is the talking head shows and the lack of talent. I mean, that that's really all it is. And 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 again, what does that bring me right back to? Well, the layoffs that really aren't even in their control. And 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 the tough part is, is I, I look at ESPN and and in the in and their ability to to keep a pulse on consumer habits. And they understand that that people are not as invested in talking head shows on their network, that they're more invested in live sporting events. And and that's pretty much it. And, you know, the talking head shows are necessary. NBA today is necessary, you know, but but at the same time, like they're not going to pour a bunch of money into pardon the interruption, because that show has a purpose. That show is filler content. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with filler content. Every network has talking head show that eats up an hour or two a day when they don't have anything to put on. Every network has yes. that. So to me, my only criticism of ESPN right now is that I feel like, as an example, Sports Center's fallen off a little bit, right? The, the personalities are not nearly as dynamic as they once were. Like when I was a kid, SportsCenter was everything to me. I love that. I loved SportsCenter so much. I looked forward to it every single day when I was waking up as a kid. And now it's just like, oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, what's on Golf Channel? What's on here? What's on there? Like it's not must watch anymore. And so for me, that would be my only criticism. But I, But even then, I understand it because you're changing. You're manipulating the business. You're putting your assets in other places. So that's why I say like, it to me it's not really a debate that espn is the dominant force in in sports broadcasting there's there's no doubt about it now is is cbs excellent yes is nbc you know good but not great absolutely like i look at fox fox is the one that i think has the weakest proposition absolutely like fox is all live sports and that's it you don't even have you know, you like what else do you watch Fox for? And I, and I mean Fox for sports, not not like Fox for politics. Like when you're looking for sports on Fox, what else do you
1: watch? I don't I, even like, I, I don't even know what that would be. Yeah. In, in all seriousness, I have no idea what that would even be. I, I just look at, I look at Fox Sports like, and I'm sure a lot of people saw this today, but you you look at what's going on at Fox Sports today is Shannon Sharpe's last day on whatever that terrible show is. Undisputed. They they, uh, why, okay, thank you. Uh, uh, show, that show, I told you I've watched it now twice in my life. Twice too many times. But if a tree falls in the forest and nobody is there, does it make a sound? I mean, it, you can't tell me that S- Skip, and, and really his new name is Shit Bayless and Shannon Sharp, <laughs> Are you really telling me that that show is at all relevant? No. I don't even watch first take because I can't do Screaming A. Smith, right? So you can't tell me that that the that ESPN is all of a sudden like just this. And, and I see the comments about ESPN went woke and lost me forever. They didn't lose you forever. If you are, it, it, there is, I always, and I, I always love the guy who's like, I'll never go back. They showed Colin Kaepernick. Okay, cool. So you're never, you've never, you're never gonna watch ESPN again.
0: Not in a bar, not at your house, not on your phone. No, not
1: intentionally because they have the biggest sporting events all on ESPN. Oh every one of them, all the big. Like it, it's just, it's crazy to me that people are like, "Oh, I am politically savvy and ESPN." Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Come on. I, I, if if you don't like talking head shows, don't. But if the Pac-12 network is is dead and Pac-12 football is on ESPN, you're going to watch ESPN or Big 12 or SEC because all of them are there. The only thing they don't have is Big Ten, and frankly, I don't think they need it. Mm-hmm. They, they, I don't think they need it. Mm-hmm. It is, it is just amazing to me that it, it is, it's, it's just shocking. Yeah, how little yeah. people understand the the massive amount of money they make, like it's hard to even say it out loud with a straight face that every month ESPN makes 137.7 million Um, minimum on subscribers to ESPN plus and $1.7 billion a year. And every day that number goes up. Yeah. Every day it goes up. Every time somebody signs up for YouTube TV, ESPN makes $12. Damn. ESPN makes twelve dollars every single time somebody signs up at YouTube TV. Uh-huh. And by the way, by the way, this does not even this does not even consider the two point six million dollars they make every single year on cable and satellite and bar TVs mm-hmm. that get ESPN programming. Yeah, like there, it's a, it's it's quite literally an ATM machine, and that doesn't even count all of the that. This doesn't have not a penny to do with advertising money. So much so that they are worth $4 billion in profit to Disney. Yeah. $4 billion in profit.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know- That's crazy. You compare ESPN's profits and and their money situation to Apple TV, and and I just don't think it's really even a conversation. I mean, again, obviously, Apple as a company makes loads of money that's not you know i mean they're one of the biggest companies in our country i think they
1: are the largest market cap
0: yeah but but i look at apple tv and i'm like yeah well apple tv hasn't really hit it off i mean you know apple tv is still trying to kind of find their way and i agree i agree with the defenders uh who say hey apple tv is still really young in the game absolutely and that's why i think they're aggressively pursuing football college football specifically i think. For them it's a smart play cuz I think at least then you can kind of legitimize yourself in the sports landscape by yeah. having college football of any variety. I would prefer it not be the Pac-12 to be honest with you. I would at least prefer it to be the ACC or or you know maybe maybe the Big 12 or whatever like something that definitively has relevancy but but hey the Pac-12 you know if you can get it that's great. I just don't know again to the point you've been making on this conversation I don't know from a business standpoint when you're putting an agreement together, what's the trackable metric? How do you know that the Pac-12 is driving you subs outside of your sub count going up? I mean, because who the hell knows? So that's what I think is really tough. Whereas with ESPN, (laughs) you know where that's coming from. They have it all lined out.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at my portfolio for stocks. I own Apple stock. Apple has a $2.9 trillion market cap. You know. What I'm saying. I said trillion So, hoop, so tri- this is trillion why, Right
0: so this is why I say it's more than Money is not the issue oh. for Apple Apple oh TV God. the segment Within the company is why money is an issue Yeah
1: I, I, I totally agree with that And so that's why I go back to this question About hey are ESPN And Apple Is it ESPN Versus Apple for the Pac-12 TV Package because I don't see I, I don't see that those two can do business together. I, I really don't. But the biggest question is again, and I feel like we've talked about this a lot over the last six months: Will presidents in the Pac-12 support an Apple TV deal? And I don't think they will. I don't unless it is a game a week type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will. And I happen to know it's not a game a week. And it's it's really unfortunate because I just don't. I again every day I feel i feel better and worse and i'm like well you know i just don't see a way that they are going to survive and tomorrow something will happen i'll be like oh yeah they're going to make it like Mm -hmm. it's it needs to come to a head yeah it it is june 13th we are rapidly approaching we are two and a half weeks away from the fourth of july yeah man yeah like do you guys understand that it is almost the fourth of july (coughs) that's (coughs) ridiculous to me yeah that here we sit And it is almost, we're two weeks away from the 4th of July. And I I don't, I just don't know what you do about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because if you don't have a deal, really, I think in days, I I just think you're going to lose people. Yeah. You know, like I I don't, that's what I don't understand. You know, like, so we'll see. Dave Patrick says ESPN and Apple won't work together. That I agree with you on. I, I don't think they will. Yeah. I don't think they will at all. Uh, Matt Ritson says, Monty and Jake wear Jayhawk colors today. Uh, okay. Aren't the Jayhawks like a deeper blue? Uh, Ryan Thomas gives us $2 to say with with all its lawsuits, the PAC needs the advocates. Seriously. <laughs> Dude, seriously. <laughs> they need the advocates. Like it, it is, <laughs> everybody needs the advocates. Uh, Jim Choi says, Big Ten Network better than ACC or SEC?
0: Which has what to do well, with Yeah, what,
1: what do you in terms of what? Yeah, what, what do you mean what does that, that mean? Larry Pilgrim, I only took my one viewer rating and my two hundred fifty dollars a year from the NFL network, not ESPN. Okay. Okay. I mean that's cool. Uh the Tater Man, who I still need to know. Like, are you a Tater talk guy? Is that what or are you just a huge fan of Taysom Hill? Taters. Uh ESPN's deal with F one is crazy good for ESPN. ESPN pays 80 90 million a year, ESPN doesn't have to lift a finger to produce any of the content, which is not exactly true. Um, that's like free money as popular as F1 is becoming. ESPN contributes contributes to the production. Mm-hmm. Um, and ESPN has to essentially ESPN takes a feed and repurposes that feed. So there it is not a lot of people think that ESPN just like sends everybody home because F1's on. It doesn't work that way. They have to process that feed. They have to put graphics on that feed. They have to like they I think they're sponsored by mother's car care products. Yeah. So they have to they have to put all that in like it's it's not it's not an expensive deal for them. And I would agree; it's a good deal for them. Uh, and Donut says Pac Media Days will be interesting coming up. He gives us five dollars to say that mm-hmm. they will, and we are a month away—a month from right now—we'll be in Dallas at Big Twelve Media Days. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how exactly all that plays out. Because uh, the answer is, I don't know what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. I truly, I truly don't know what that's going to look like. You know, like it's it's amazing. Gary uh, Godorov says, "I'm in the hospital and I still Damn. follow the show." Gary, I hope you're okay, dude. Gary, what's up, dude? Yeah, you all right, my guy? Simple. Sorry to hear that. I know that's that's rough. Um, uh, let's see. What did uh, Gumby's been on a roll today? San Diego State, Glenn. What's up? ESPN slant at times is what makes it personal for some people, kind of like the Monty show. But yet, I still return again and again. But well, I'm really curious though.
0: And I'm being genuine here. What 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 slant? What what angle? Like what? Like I I understand when people are like, "Oh, well they cover the Lakers too much." Okay, that's your personal
1: preference. Well, I think I think what Glenn is referencing is the period of time where politics was openly talked about on ESPN. And I think very very much 2014, 2015, 2016. Um, when a certain individual was running for president, mm-hmm. um, that yes, or that YouTube does not like us to reference often. I'm
2: not a big fan of Fox.
1: Um, when when our former president was running, ESPN and their personalities were quite um, vocal in their their distress over that situation. Um, I think the Black Lives Matter movement. I think the there were a lot of politics. There were a lot of politics from 2014 to
2: 2020.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And ESPN, I think, did not do themselves any favor by not reining in their talent. Yeah. Um, Because, frankly, if it's bad for business, it's bad for ESPN. Yeah. Now, having said that, ESPN's business model has never been ratings. Um, ESPN's business model has always been to have the biggest sporting events. And... You know that if you have the college football playoff people are going to watch, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh you know that the NBA finals has rated very well this NBA finals. Uh, had done quite well. You look at um you know their golf ratings are ridiculous. By the way, did anybody see that the RBC you told me this number and it shocked me. The yeah. R- the the RBC Canadian Open drew 3.3 3 million viewers to CBS. Yes it did. We gotta talk. Yes, about Yes, it that. did. But Glenn, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, Glenn's joking with us about San Diego State. He he wishes we would only say nice and correct things. And yeah, I wish how great wish San Diego your State is. Athletic
0: and, director and president knew who they were and where they were and where they were trying to go. I would agree with that. But Glenn,
1: it's not personal, yo. It's yeah, sports. I love you, bro. It any personal. Uh, T. Duck says ASU is AAU. Would you rather have a degree from ASU or Stanford? Are we really debating AAU again?
0: And are we really comparing, educationally speaking, ASU to
1: Stanford? Yeah. Gary says uh, ESPN for a long time had a monopoly with sports until other broadcast companies won the NFL, MLB, uh, NHL, before Fox and others started to make contacts and win them. But here's the problem, though. Like you look at the U.S. Open on Peacock. Who's going to Peacock to watch the U.S. Open? Yeah, neither, neither am I. <laughs> I. Neither am I. Like, and, and we talked about this on the show yesterday. Yeah. If you put Pac-12 football on FS2, should you put it on TV at all? You're worried about, and, and Gary, I think this is an excellent point. When we talk about the best of the best, yeah. when I think about Fox... And Fox Sports, Fox Sports TV, Fox Sports Radio, Big Fox. Yeah. I think Fox, Big Fox, like. The Fox. The Simpsons and the NFL and Cops. Channel 13. You know, your favorite Fox channel. Yeah. That's what, that's Fox. Fox Sports is, I mean, come on, dude. Nobody watches Fox Sports. I think FS1 no. is
0: palatable, but it's not nearly but what the big Who watches it? I watch baseball on it sometimes, but like from a Pac-12 standpoint, it's not valuable. But right? I can
1: even tell you this: this Shannon Sharp show with his co-host, whose name I will never say again, right? Um, I never watched it until it got controversial. I watched that one clip online, and then like a month ago. I watched three minutes of it when it was on the TV. And I think that's Fox's
0: problem. And I think that's also like, you know, kind of unique to them. Like I look at, listen, when you talk about quality of filler content, it absolutely matters. Like, like I, ESPN's, I totally agree. ESPN's filler content is okay, in my opinion. I think CBS has the best filler content, in my opinion. I think they do some really cool stuff. CBS HQ, I think struggles for personality, but I think you get what you're looking for out of a show like that
1: but isn't that what we're all after when we were talking about cow turd yesterday yeah yeah and we were we're taught like this tucker carlson or you know you look at don lemon or shannon sharp or any of the personalities you regularly watch Mm -hmm. you only tune into their show for them so when tucker left fox and went to twitter where did everybody go oh i guess i'll just stay at fox (laughs) no no they went to twitter because they're there for Tucker, they're not there for Fox. Yeah, and I think ESPN understands that people come to ESPN for games. I don't go to the. I don't go to ESPN for the Sports Center personalities. I don't. Unfortunately, I used don't. to. Used to. It, it when it was the big show with you know when DP was on there and Oberman and yes, absolutely. Yeah. But that. With all due respect, the NBA coverage is hard to listen to a lot of times. Like the 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 you know, you look at this like Mike Greenberg. I love Greenie. He's really the only guy that I'm like, yeah, if Greenberg's on, I'm listening. Yeah. Right? Like Mike Breen worked his hundredth game last night for the NBA finals. I'm I'm listening to Mike Breen calling this. Yes. Him. Right? I, I am. But if we're talking dollars to donuts, NBA personalities, aren't we all going inside the NBA on TNT with Shaq and Kenny and Charles? and, Right? I mean, you are. And the hard part is I don't care about first take. I don't care about the show Shannon Sharp used to be on. Mm. I don't watch that stuff, dude. I watch Pat McAfee. Yep. I watch Jim Rome. I don't watch Cow Turd. I, I, I just don't. Yeah. You watch personalities and you watch games. If you, Glenn, my guy, Glenn, San Diego State guy, he's gonna watch San Diego State baseball and softball. Yeah, he's gonna break balls over San Diego State softball. Yeah, when they're up here on the hill, it, right? Like, yeah, he's gonna do that. You, you, I'm gonna watch the Cubs every time they're on. I'm gonna watch the Chicago Bears, Notre Dame football. Like, I'm, I'm in, dude. Like, I'm watching it. If Whatever's on after that is whatever's on after that, I'm probably not watching it.
0: Yeah. And again, I think this goes right back to what we were talking about yesterday, where it's like, hey, people are people are gonna buy like when you talk about Apple TV, like I'm not gonna buy Apple TV because I don't see much value much past whatever product I'm looking for. Just yes. like in your situation where it's yes. like, hey, I'm I'm not watching, you know, the US Open on the cock. I'm not doing it. I'm I'm going to watch something the else cock. and wait for it to to roll up on, you know, on big boy NBC. Like, the, like I, yeah, I am <laughs> like, I'm not paying for Peacock and and I give them credit for expanding the product and adding more to it. And I know they're working hard, but it's just not there for me yet. I look at, you know, Apple TV is the same thing. And yeah, I, I know, like, I, I think it's Greg, who's a big Apple TV guy with the MLS package. And like, uh and, and I, I can't remember if Tanner has it too. Like there are some people on the show that have it who really enjoy it and say it's a great experience. And I'm sure it is. But I'm the problem is for the Pac-12, I'm not going to sign up for Apple TV to watch your product. I'm just nope. not. And the problem is, is that when it's a Saturday night and I've been out doing whatever it is that I'm doing on any given Saturday night and I get home and I wanna sit on the couch for an hour and fall asleep to whatever game, it, that's the game I'm gonna watch. And it should be the Pac-12 after dark, but it's not going to be. It's going to be SC or UCLA against somebody. You know that. You know that. So that's why I say, like, this is not a difficult conversation. I just think that networks have not fully adjusted to the concept of, hey, people are only here for what they want to be here for. They're not here for Stephen A. Smith anymore.
1: That, like, that's the hard part. Yeah, and I I just, I, I think... I don't think you're wrong about this monopoly. This comment that that I I think you 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 could be very right, but you guys you got to think about the personalities. You know, like that the problem is like when you look at sports talk personalities, like Paul Feinbaum. Yeah, people don't watch Paul Feinbaum because you don't know where to find him. But if you found Feinbaum for two days a week during the college football season, you'd never turn it off. Mm-hmm. You would never turn it off because. Paul Feinbaum is much watched TV during the college football season. Yes. So, like so I I say like my sports talk flavor of the day is generally Jim Rome and Pat McAfee. I cannot watch Colin Cowherd. It, it's just not my he doesn't suck he's not terrible. It's just not my flavor. Cowherd. Right? Like it's it is not my flavor. I can watch Romy for a few minutes. I can watch Pat McAfee maybe for 35 40 minutes. I can watch Romy for if it's on in the background, it can sit there and drone. But I can never have first take or the Shannon Sharp former show with Dickhead. You can't like, I can't yelling guy I show. Can't, no, I can't have. I can't have the screaming show in the background. It's yeah. the same reason that I don't watch CNN or Fox or MSNBC anymore. Yeah, because it, it's it's just. Noise. Yes. It's just noise. But, I, you know, when it comes to, like, I think sports and politics are really close. Why did I watch CNN last night? Mm. Because Chris Christie did a town hall. But you
0: weren't. But I think this is the perfect example. If that was on Fox, you would have watched it on I would have watched if Fox. If it was on MSNBC. If it was on the cooking channel, the I'd have watched the cooking channel. Exactly.
1: But, but I'm not there. And it might have been Anderson Cooper. I don't even remember who moderated the fucking thing, but I can tell you, I was there to listen to the Republican presidential candidate. Yeah, that that's the same reason I watch Trump. That's the same reason I watch Christie, and both of those happen to be on CNN. Yeah. But by no means do I watch CNN on a regular basis because it's just all yeah noise, dude. Yeah. So all of this to say, like, I just I don't know. Like, I know you're a Jim Rome guy, and I I and I respect even, that, and I totally even, get it. But even with that, like.
0: I can't watch this program front to back because I don't enjoy the rando football player interview. What I, this, but this is the thing that I think he does really well. And I think Pat does this really well too, you know, rolling right out of the gate that Jim's going to give you 25 minutes in his first segment. And I still maintain, I've maintained it for years. It is the best part of his show every single day. That first take perfect. And then you can get out and go watch something else. It's, it's just reliable. You know what you're going to get. And that's why I say like, yeah, he, he like he may be a little bit older now, but he still delivers on the product. And there are many times where I don't like the product and many times where I'm laughing my ass off. And I think that's the balance you have to find. The problem is, is that ESPN talking head shows or, you know, Fox talking head shows, like they are too serious now. Even like JJ Reddick sometimes on ESPN and the fights they get into on first take. I'm everyone's like, Oh my God, great point
1: by JJ. And I love JJ. By, on but on old man in the three? Amazing. I can listen to JJ Amazing. for 35, 40 minutes. Uh, on the, on the, the first, first take thing? Yeah, first I, take. Like Perkins, Kenrick Perkins, can't do can't it. Can't do it, bro. Can't do it. Like Because it's garbage. Monica McNutt can't do it. Yeah. JJ Reddick? Okay, I'm going to see what JJ can do. Yeah. But when he starts yelling at Stephen A. Smith, can't do it. When Stephen A. opens his mouth and says any other word other than nothing, can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Now, if it's Greeny, I can do it. Mm-hmm. When Greeny's on first take, I watch. When Greeny's not, I don't watch. And, you know, a, a lot of times the biggest issue is it puts me to sleep and I got to get a bucked up energy, a buckshot, you know, man. you know, to stay awake yeah, with boring really sports talk. Bucked up energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Cheers, my friends. It's a buckshot. Here's how easy it is to drink it. Done. That's it. And now I've got energy to carry me through the rest of the day. And I talk about bucked up like this all the time. Think about it in your head right now, I'm going to ask you, what's your hobby? What's your favorite hobby? Right now, mine's golfing. Well, favorite's not the word I would use. You know, like, the, the, you know, anyway, the point being, like, I'm going to go um, do golf um, activity after the um. show today. Bucked up's going to power that for me. Um, If I'm gonna go to the gym in the morning, I'm gonna hit a buckshot right before I walk out the door. It's as good as as any pre-workout you can take. I love buckshot for that exact reason. What do you bet? I love the fact that, hey, a lot of people tell me every day, hey, I use buckshot right after lunch and I don't get my after lunch lull because it gives you long lasting, quality, consistent energy so you can be more productive. Working yes. out, playing golf, sitting in front of your computer, working on a pivot table. Yep. Whatever you need, Buckshot's gonna do that for you. And I wanna give it to you for free because you guys support this show. So we tell you every day, hey, we always try to get back to you guys. Six free Buckshots, go get them. All it—all you have to do is get, get to the link in the description of the show below um, and you're gonna see it says free Buckshot. They also have their brand new Buck Bars that are flipping fantastic. I'm you know, for real. I've kind of changed the way I use buck bars now. I, I, in my weight loss journey, so I've lost about 25 pounds now. And one of the major things that I do that I think helps me so much is one of the first things I eat every day is a buck bar now. And it keeps me full longer so that I don't have to eat in volume. I don't eat as much. And you know the other thing with Buckshot and Buck Bars that makes such a difference? I'm not snacky anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not. And it's it's really helped me. And we joke about this shirt. There used to be a time where I couldn't put the shirt on because it just was too small. So I have a million more pounds to lose, absolutely. But Bucked Up has been a big part of helping me lose weight because their products just work. Uh, so get to buckedup.com if you need pre-workouts, if you need, um, creatines, greens, you know, I, I I use a lot of things like collagen peptides, all of those things you can get a discount when you use the promo code Monty. Get 20% off at buckedup.com or just go in the description below and get the free samples. Super easy. Bucked up, the official energy provider of the Monty show. If you're just tuning in this afternoon, kind of having an ESPN versus Apple conversation. As ESPN and Apple seem to be the only two remaining combatants, if you will, uh, for the Pac-12 TV deal. And I think one of the more interesting conversations I've had lately centers around this idea that ESPN is willing to take a certain level of programming. ESPN, I think there's no question, would take Tier 1, Tier 2, the first or second best game in the Pac-12 every week. But they're only going to do that for $90 million a year, period. They're not willing to spend more. So why we haven't gotten a TV deal yet in the Pac-12 is dead center on who's going to give us the money that we need to keep this conference together. That is the bottom line. And I honestly, I think it could be PBS and they would do it if the money was right.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Apple's the only one that's going to cut you a check. And we've been hearing this buzzword about, hey, it's going to be on par with the Big 12. It's going to be equal to the Big 12, which... I don't believe that to be the case. The only place that happens is a tech streaming company. And that tech streaming company right now is Apple TV. I think that is the only place where you can look at the Pac-12 and say, hey, if they get Apple TV, that's $30 million a year. I could see that happening, but that means it's exclusively on Apple TV. That means there's not gonna be ABC, ESPN, Fox. That's all in on Apple TV. And again, our sources in the conference has repeatedly told us that no less than half of the remaining 10 teams in the Pac-12 are unwilling to go all in on streaming. If that were the case, they would have a deal with Amazon already. Mm -hmm. But we know that's not going to happen because we've reported exclusively on this show that Amazon is out on Pac-12 right now so it's going to be a tough road and i think that's why this conversation about apple buying espn is just so fascinating and this idea that disney would spin off espn i could actually see that happening where disney says okay broadcast company 85 trillion dollars we will give you espn i can't ever see them doing that with apple on what level does it make sense that espn would sell or be sold by Disney to Apple. Is that a real question? And and it's not a money thing. Yeah. It is very clearly we told you earlier in the show. Apple's worth 2.9 trillion dollars, dude. They're not it, it's not that they can't scratch the check. Yeah. I don't think there is a dollar amount where Bob Iger and the guys at Disney would say, "Oh yeah, let's do it." Yeah. I just don't see them trying to strengthen one of their major competitors in the entertainment space and I think Part of the problem for Apple is, people view Apple as a hardware company. Hey, my phone, my computer, my iPad, my Apple Watch, right? I think a lot of people look at Apple like that. I think there is a large portion of our society that does not even realize that Apple has a production house. I think there is a large portion of people in this country who don't know that Apple TV exists as a platform and they're trying to be a major player in professional sports. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand that, and I think if if Apple were to acquire ESPN and its assets, you're, you've just put you've just taken Apple from a, a really low level player in sports, and you've put them at the top of the ladder. I, I mean, it's as simple as I can say it. Yeah. If you give Apple control of ESPN. Jake I think you've completely changed the sports space yeah
0: and I just think that Apple I mean for Apple they they could really use that kind of influx and know-how that kind of influx in ability certainly but but I think that you know there's not yet been a streamer that's really taken the forefront I know that Amazon's got a game of the week with the NFL I I, I know that and and I know that Apple TV's got a full MLS package but there isn't really one streamer on their own who doesn't have linear that's really gone to the forefront and that's why i think espn is so dominant because fox and cbs and and even nbc with peacock aren't doing what espn is doing and so if i consider this idea of apple tv buying espn out from under disney dude yeah that would change the game i don't even know like 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 i don't know how would you Like if I'm Apple and I buy ESPN, I'm not changing anything at ESPN. I just want all that revenue to come through my company instead of Disney. That's it. Like, You're just buying this juggernaut of a content machine and that's it. I wouldn't fire people. I wouldn't change anything. Obviously people would quit and there'd be rollover. Totally get it. You can hire back, no problem. Like great. But I I think there are definitely unforeseen things that would happen. As part of that that we just don't know about or, or wouldn't think about right now. I
1: guarantee it. So it's not perfect, but I but I definitely think that it would revolutionize sports, no doubt. Uh Saul Goodman, could TNT and CBS or Paramount jump in? Well, I mean they could, but if you're CBS, why would you jump in on the Pac twelve? Just don't have a need. And you already have late night games with NBC and Peacock. Yeah. So what? there's that this is the the real issue. And and you know what, Saul, I think it's an excellent question. Like, where is it that the Pac-12 can even go? Because we, again, and I will keep saying it because if I don't, who will? We told you exclusively NBC uh, was involved in negotiations with the Pac-12, not once, but twice. Yeah. And could not put a deal together. And then NBC does one game for the cock, for Peacock, streaming an NFL playoff game exclusively on Peacock. Cock. And all of a sudden, the Pac-12 goes away. Man, you love that draw. Piscock. you love that draw. <laughs> but on Peacock, they're getting an NFL game and they they spent one hundred twenty million dollars on that. And, and their numbers
0: is just massive. It,
1: but it's the NFL versus the Pac twelve. And I think that's where the NBC deal went to die. yeah. So if NBC's out and if CBS is out, you look at you look at some of the other options it, I on TV has repeatedly said with Scripps Sports, no. That's out of the window. The CW said, we will not do a national deal with you. It'll be a footprint deal west of the Rockies, which is a no. So you had a deal and I shouldn't say you had a deal. We were reporting for an extensive period of time. Hey, ESPN and Amazon as a combination was a a deal that I think could have been had. You have a deal. I think that deal could have been had. But... George, I think, just wanted so badly to get to fifty million dollars a year per school. I that I think, and I haven't been directly told this, but the the feeling that I got was that he just he just thought there was gonna be a golden goose coming down. The, road. the envelope calculations, yeah, he thought there was gonna be a golden goose coming down the road. Yeah, and that golden goose never appeared.
0: Yeah, that golden goose is in the Big Twelve.
1: And so Amazon put their focus somewhere else and ESPN put their focus somewhere else. And there's a lot of thought that the sec is going to get paid more yeah. to get that ninth conference game, which makes sense for ESPN to do that. Why wouldn't you want another? You're telling me you don't, you don't want more sec football and primetime on ESPN and games of consequence. The hell you don't. Yeah. Is there anything better than a, a, a November, a late November chilly night on ESPN and ABC and the SEC? There really isn't. No. Not college football in this country. Nope. Right? If you're going to have Oklahoma play Alabama, well, right now, not, I mean, you, you know. Um to yeah, fucking, uh, if you, Nick I mean. Nick is a better man <laughs> than you are. How is football, let me get this right. Your, your three-time national champion women's softball team at Oklahoma. And then there's Brett Venables. No. What? (laughs) Like there, it's so in the mullet. Like there are people who are saying in Stillwater, the mullet just doesn't embrace nil in the because it's garbage. Okay, well then fire his ass because that's the only way you're going to win in college football. Facts, right? Facts. But my point is, my point is, I don't think that there's another option out there. So I don't see, I don't see that coming. Jim Choi, isn't, isn't it better for ESPN if the PAC schools move to the Big 12 uh, conference they got Tier 1 on? Well, I, I I think it is. And again, we've talked about this for months. That was the OG
0: plan, bro. Yeah, th-
1: this was, we started talking about this in November. is the first time I heard it, I believe. Yeah. Right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. ESPN was no longer, and I think this started in September, October. ESPN and, and Fox encouraged the Pac-12 and the Big 12 to have merger talks. Mm-hmm. And the Pac-12 said, no, we're not interested in that. Let's make a new TV deal. To which ESPN said, nah, I'm good, dude. I'm good. And you wind up making a new deal with the Big 12. And you you get into this situation where ESPN just stopped. Yeah, They stopped. Now they're not actively they they have never in my opinion and from the sources that I speak to, ESPN has never and I've never been told that they've acted to damage the Pac-12, that they've said we're gonna fucking kill the Pac. They've ESPN's never said that. Yeah, but they've also never actively worked to save it, and that's a a significant difference. Yes. You're like, well, that's the same thing, bro. I'm no, going to say not. this again because ESPN could squeeze the life out of the Pac-12 if they wanted to. Yes, and they haven't done that. But they also have not actively worked to find a solution for, I don't know, Pac-12 expansion. If they wanted the Pac-12 to survive, hey, yeah, we'll give. Let's do a deal. Um, why don't we bump San Diego State into that conference? Um, uh, you know, like they'd be. They'd be doing what they did for the Big 12, which is to say, allegedly, hey, why don't you guys, have you guys uh, thought about uh, doing a new TV deal early, two years early? Brett, nice to meet you. Jimmy Pitaro, have you thought about doing a new TV deal? Gonzaga. You know, I happen to work at ESPN. I could probably, like that's, that happened. Hey, uh, have you guys thought about adding BYU in Houston? Because we're told that happened. ESPN. ESPN moves shit around. And when ESPN uh, says, hey, why don't you... you know, I, I, have you thought about buying a Pontiac instead of an Oldsmobile? You probably ought to buy the Pontiac. Because what ESPN wants, that's an old car reference.
0: Right, you know. right. That's before my time. I you know, yeah. what
1: ESPN wants, ESPN gets. And when ESPN told the Pac-12 and the Big 12 to have merger talks, the Big 12 said, sure. The Pac-12 said, nah. So who got left on the outside? People are like, oh, it was just, you know, it's the calendar turning in this fucking economy. And No, no, it wasn't. The Pac-12 didn't want to play ball with the power makers in college football. So the SEC got a really nice deal. And a deal that was really nice for ESPN and ABC. Right? Nice deal. 50 million a year. Big 10. How'd that deal work out? $100 million a year. Right, your mark in the Big 12, $32 million a year. That now looks like it's going to be $50, $60 million a year. Mm-hmm. They all played ball with ESPN. They all played ball with Fox and CBS. And what did the Pac-12 do? The Pac-12 overvalued themselves. They refused to play ball with ESPN. They refused <coughs> to play ball with Fox. <coughs> and now they need ESPN and Fox, but they don't have a relationship with them. So now they're kind of in no man's land. Mm-hmm. And now you're 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 talking to, oh, man, I called the guy at the CW, boss. He just won't call me back. That's where they're at. And so when we talk about, hey, what are the real options? The real options ended in September, October, when you refused to talk to ESPN and work with the power brokers in college sports. Yep. Which yep. You, you can't do.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't be – you essentially put yourself as the odd man out. You and, did. And, and I think that, you know –
1: Not even the odd man out. You know what you did? You put yourself in that position where people are like, people aren't like, yeah, Kleovcock's such an asshole. I'm not helping him. But what you did do is you're like, oh, that's right. The Pac 12's still out there. Hmm. I don't give a fuck. I wonder who they're talking to. Yeah, I don't know. What do we have for lunch, man? Like, that's where, (laughs) uh, right? That's where you're at in the Pac 12. It's like,
0: the arrogance got him.
1: The arrogance got him. I wonder what you. Hey, we're playing golf today. Why doesn't somebody call? I wonder if your mark wants to play golf today. Countert. I'm Sankey's in, right? We need a fourth. Um, shit. Well, somebody call Tim Cook at Apple. He'll be our fourth. <laughs> can't think of anybody else. What about Kevin Warren, bro? Yeah, he's busy with the Bears, yeah. dude. I'm like yeah. shoveling piles of crap. I can't think of what, Jimmy Patark. Well, now. He's busy. Too. I can't, who I'm. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Uh like you just never think of the Pac-12. You never, you what never Mark, think of you. It. Well, yeah. Funny thing is, I talked to Mark the other day. He said he's sending over the paperwork. We're we're good, boys. Zaga. <laughs> right? Like that's what it feels like. Oh, I know, Dion. Oh yeah, Coach Prime. Dude, Coach Dion. Prime. How about Coach Prime going on Instagram the other day and being like, "Hey, man." Um, does anybody have one of those zero turn? um, (laughs) (laughs) It's literally on his Insta coach prime on Instagram. It's like, Hey, can somebody drop coach prime? Of course he's talking about himself
0: in the third person.
1: Hey, can anybody go coach prime likes to cut his own grass? Hey guys. I enjoy cutting my own grass, but coach prime needs a zero turn mower. Mm Mm-hmm. He literally says, can somebody drop off a zero-turn motor like, mower? Yeah. Hey, man, if you're Coach Prime and it's Louie, you would do it. Uh, Jackson Graham. Jackson bro, flipping where the Graham. Hell have you been, dude? Where have you been? Yeah, bro. He says, Jake and Monty, I miss y'all. Miss you too, buddy. Um, Weefy. I don't know why is your name. And is that a – I don't know what you're at. Okay, cool, bro. Sankey is a shark and will take your money like Billy Waters. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Uh, Tom Dean says, blew off my $5 super chat. What are
0: you talking uh, about, bro?
1: Okay. Tom's. Fi- okay, is everybody ready? Here we go. All right, everybody. Sit up in my chair here. Everybody,
2: Zen. join me. Breathe Zen. in,
1: okay? Hold you. Wait, no, 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 not, hey, yet, no, not yet. You got to put your hands out in front of you like that, right there, like this, like. Two fingers onto your thumbs. Proper the,
0: technique right, here.
1: Right. Breathe in. Okay, who's ready for the Tom Dean $5 super chat on this bitch? Who's ready? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Very serious. Who, like, I'm ready, right? Stay hard. Uh, well, it's Tom Dean and it's $5. It's a super chat. It's good. Tom? <clears throat> the big CBS, NBC, Fox, the Big 12, ESPN, and Fox. If the PAC schools leave the big for the big and Big 12, help those networks. What linear network could benefit from the PAC schools staying? No. Man. <sighs> Why didn't we think of this question?
2: Venice Parade. Oh, God. Venice Parade.
1: When is parade? I don't know, Nicola. Um, Why didn't (laughs) you're pissed we blew off a five dollar super chat? (laughs) As you should be. I appreciate you. I
0: love you, bro. I appreciate you, you dude. I really giving us five dollars.
1: I thank you for that. I believe we've we've answered this already. (laughs) Truck stop Gumby says, "Pull it out, Jakey." Two holes. (laughs) You know, you know, wow, you got your super chats are super important. They when We, you guys, we just got lost in the take. That's all. You know, it's not we that got we lost. It. We got lost in the take, bro. Yeah. You know, we got six new members today.
0: Bro, you're slacking now.
1: I, yeah. Well, what? Ha- okay. T- uh Taylor Gilstrap gifted a new membership. Gilstrap. Don't call him Taylor. It's just Gilstrap. Yeah. Gilstrap. Yeah. Hey, where the fuck is Gilstrap? Yeah. Get him Can over here! It? Hey, Gilstrap, let's go! It happens. <laughs> uh, he, gave, he gave us five memberships, and then a single, and, and then another. Um, okay. we all Gilstrapping, yeah. Uh, and then Aaron Wilson gives a membership. How very strap of you, Aaron Wilson. We appreciate that very much. Thank you. Yeah, strap it up. <laughs> yeah, gill strap in the... <laughs> Gillstrap in the house, yo. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> okay. All right, back to serious. No fun.
1: <clears throat> Stop having fun. <clears throat> Larry Pilgrim. Remember the progressive commercial? Almost got it. Uh, fisherman Skip. That was Oregon in the Big Ten. Played. Bro, what are you talking about, man? That's, I don't think that's over. I don't think that's over at all. I don't. Uh, Adam Solomine says, thanks, A.A. Ron. Adam picked up the membership from man. From Very good. Truck stop, Gumby claps. Uh, Nick uh, Roten, if Gonzaga is a non-football school, they can add them alone, right? They can. Gonzaga. Because you can't just add one football school plus Gonzaga, then it's an odd number of football Gonzaga. Schools. I mean, ideally, the way that football is wor- works, you'd like to be balanced. No Kentucky. doubt about that. Aaron Wilson says, uh, I'm Gil strapped up. <laughs> strapped up, right? Strapped up. It's all good. Oh, let me check. Did uh, Tom Dean give us five? He didn't yet. Ooh, okay, good. Ooh, can't miss those Tom Dean $5 bombs. Sorry if you're offended by that. Right? <laughs> Tom's always got a good sense of humor about it which I appreciate, um, uh, NIL is a huge problem right now. Wait until you read the text and the stipulations in some of the latest NIL legislation that is being proposed at the state and federal r- level, which I think is an absolute travesty. We'll do that after we tell you about Papa Murphy's Calzone. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do Calzone's. Papa Murphy's does calzones? Oh, I think you mean I
0: do the calzones. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it?
1: <laughs> how do I do it? Oh. Well, we do it with fresh ingredients and hand-shredded cheese tucked in a scratch-made dough. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. Hey,
3: don't forget the calzones.
1: Order now at papamurphys.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTE25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. Jake and I have both have the calzones, Bomb. and they are amazing. The calzones and the uh, marinara meatball combination is redonkulous. It is yeah. every it is everything that you want as an adult. Um, I'm just telling you, knock it down. Yeah. Uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Right after you hit the like button, please. We're at uh, 2,000 views today and only 114 likes. Do better. Do yeah. better. Let's go. Uh, all right, let's talk NIL on the Monty Show because in all seriousness, do you guys believe that NIL is good or bad for college athletics? Because my feeling is, and I could be wrong, I think NIL as a, an idea was very good for college athletics hey let the kid make money on his name and performance because the image and likeness bs whatever he's a really good footballer basketball or, or baseball player let that athlete make money on that okay great and that's where it should stop this wild wild west stuff okay cool it is what it is but what we've done now is we have vilified the kids For making more money than these schools, the NCAA and apparently congressmen and senators would like because there is terrifying legislation going through the Congress in Washington. It's at the committee level and state houses in Florida trying to limit the ability of kids to make money and putting horrendous stipulations on their uh, on their ability to be healthy after they are done playing sports. Case in point. You look at this from Florida Congressman uh, Gus Bilirakis, who says, uh, "You know, it protects the rights of the student athlete to earn compensation and sign agents to profit for their name, image, and likeness." This does not do that. This does not do that in in any way, shape, or form. Because the very next point is ban pay for play, prohibiting boosters, collectives, and third parties. From offering inducements to intend or transfer, uh, attend or transfer to specific institutions or to perform specific in competition actions or promotions. So you're saying that transfer portal offers and hey, come play at Oregon instead of going to Alabama. Yeah, can't do that. Kind of like we do for coaches, right? It's banned for coaches to do that. No, it's not. Require transparency and registration for agents, boosters, collective, and third-party licensees when NIL deals are signed to ensure disclosure on the type of deal signed, the amount of money involved in actual activities performed because of an NIL agreement. So you wanna know how much and from whom and to what player that money is being paid? That's right, T. Why? Why do you need to know that? Why, why do we not know every, every penny of an athletic budget then? Why do we have to fight tooth and nail to get Freedom of Information Acts? Why don't we just publish all that stuff online? Every NCAA college program should have to should have to publish their salaries, including presidents, everybody. Oh, we want to make that information hard to get, that's right, because that could cause problems. You know, like, and then uh, in enforcing NIL agreements, this uh, U.S. Intercollegiate Athletic Commission will refer enforcement action to existing agencies and state attorneys general for agent and third parties and the NCAA for students. So let's make sure we have a way to punish people who go outside of our rules. That's at the state level in Florida. But it gets much worse with Joe Manchin in in Washington. Who, I would just, I would take you to the third dot here. And the last sentence of the third dot. Long-term medical expenses until an athlete reaches 28 years old or eight years after the date of which eligibility expires. Parentheses. The student must have graduated to be eligible for such medical coverage to which, you know, I say, I mean, just go ahead and fuck all the way off. So let me get this right. Urban Meyer, I'll use this example, notorious for cutting kids because he just didn't like their haircut. So let me get this right. I hurt my knee. You don't like my haircut. You cut me. Or find a reason to pull my scholarship, but now I can't get medical care because I haven't graduated. And I don't have the money to stay in college, so I can't graduate. And now I've got a bum knee that I'm responsible for caring for for the next however many years. Because mm-hmm. that's real world in college athletics.
2: You're so fucked.
1: Shoulders, ankles, knees, not just football players, baseball players, softball players, cross players. Hockey players. Brain injuries. Hey, I got a really bad concussion. Yeah, we're going to have to take your scholarship and give it to somebody else because you failed out of school. Well, coach, it's because, you know, I have a terrible concussion. I can't process education right. Yeah, I, I, you passed all the tests. You That happens all the time. So now we're putting the kid in a position where if you don't graduate, we're not gonna give you long-term health benefits, which by the way, in this country, we don't give a shit about people's health care because we don't provide health benefits. But now we're gonna punish a kid because Joe Manchin said to? This is one of the most ridiculous bills I've ever seen. It, it, it's terrible prohibits an athlete from striking an NIL deal until they've completed it one semester of college. Who the fuck are you to tell me that I can't make money until I've completed a semester of college? Like, who are you to tell me that I can't earn money? Who does that? Like, it's the United States of America where, oh, hey, it's a democracy and we're able to make money whenever we want unless you, have, you, know, you haven't you have gone to college first. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, high school kid, Bronnie James, who's making $7 million a year. Yeah, we can't have you doing that. U.S.
3: Americans.
1: That's what this is. That's what this is. This is keeping the control of the money in the, the college and, you know, these oversight bodies. We're trying to protect the student athlete. Then why are you reaching into their pocket? Why 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 you're talking about the fact that NIL is the Wild West? What does this have to do with kids earning money and their ability to collect health health benefits when they have long term injuries? What does that have to do with regulating agents and what does that have to do with the wild, wild west of transfer portal and NIL? And Um, by the way, by the way, who are you to tell me I can transfer or can't transfer? Then the coach has to sit out his entire contract when he takes a new gig, right? Like, you can take a new job as long as you're out of contract, right? Um, We're going to put that in here as well. That's correct, right? Because they're not going to do that. Yeah. This is all designed to take the power from the athlete and give it back to the NCAA. Yep. That's what this is. And I don't see any other way that you can spin this shit because (laughs) – and if I'm wrong, please feel free to tell me that.
0: Well and I th- and I think the the core of it like at its very center is it's it's convenient capitalism. it's it's oh yeah, we live in a capitalist country. Everybody has the same chance to make money and if you work hard in the American Dream, it's like, well, actually, hey, we're gonna legislate that you really gotta check all these conditions and make sure you're in the right you know place before you can actually realize that money. And that's that's what I have an issue with. Like you're it almost feels like you're upset that you're not a D1, you know, wide receiver who can run a four three and has great hands. And so because you're not that you're going to write a piece of legislature that, you know, basically makes it so you have access to the money.
1: That's it, what I have an issue. It, with. It's it's incredible to me. That this is the people who represent us in Congress. Yeah, it's crazy, dude creates a centralized trust to support travel for athletes' families covered out-of-pocket medical expenses. The trust is funded from, quote, any revenue-generating college-level tournament or playoff, such as the college football playoff, long-term medical expenses. And this is the thing that kills me. Oh, we have to pay for it? Oh, we got to put heavy stipulations on it. So let me get this right. The only positive part of this shit is that you created a fund out of revenue generated from things like the NCAA tournament or the college football playoff, but a kid has to graduate to access those funds. Um, Which is amazing to me. It It, it is unbelievable to me that at the state and college at the state and federal level these bills have almost the same language almost the exact same language yeah it is they like why don't why can't if this is what you want to do why can't we put these same stipulations on the people writing the bills and on the administrators at the schools yeah you know like kirk schultz why can't we do that oh they're private institutions oh that's right um but the kid fuck the kid like i mean who cares like the student i mean we gotta never know. never
0: mind you wouldn't make the money without oh, the kid yeah, but, we got know. we
1: gotta know we gotta because they need their education so wait when did college become when did the ncaa the so the ncaa you're telling me is only in place to make sure the kids get educated right um that's what the ncaa is for Oh no! It's that's right. It's a non-profit for-profit organization. Like you're you you really truly believe because this is what Joe Manchin's talking about. Yeah, Joe Manchin's saying, "Well, we've got to get back to a place where we're teaching kids how to clean coal with a brush and a hose." Right. We're, we're we've never been there, sir. We've never we've never had kids who go to college and just. <laughs> You know, they tripped and fell on the football field, and it turns out they really know how to run fast. I got news for you. Forrest Gump was a script. When he was running away from the bullies and ran down the field with Bear Bryant, that was a Hollywood movie, sir. Yeah. That doesn't happen, right? Especially when 99% of kids who play college basketball that are worth a damn are one year and then they're gone yep they're gone There was a kid yesterday who pulled out of wake forest and signed a professional deal in in australia how are you going to reach into his pocket because i'm sure you're trying yeah you're not going to this is it is amazing to me it is amazing to me that people are okay with this
0: yeah and then we're going to be surprised when you know the ratings for you know, the tournament or the ratings for this or that in, in college athletics
1: are way down because kids don't want to be a part of this. I'm telling you, we cannot do this. We're in a
0: control position.
1: We cannot do this. This is this is so anti-American. It is the rich guy trying to get richer to keep the poor guy from making any money because the poor guy can't be rich because he's not nearly as good as we are. Well, and the poor guy can't do anything about it. Like, right? that's the, that's what amazes me. And the thing, and, and I think ross Dellinger may have tweeted about this i don't i don't remember who it was but i think it's a really good point this is a bunch of rich dudes trying to make sure that these athletes and they're targeting the top one percent of nil earners and punishing the other 99 in the process number one number two they're trying to make sure that the kid that's going to go get paid 25 30 45 million dollars in the nba or in the nfl or in major league baseball that we push that off as long as we possibly can, keep as much money as we can, and make sure that they wait until they get their college education. Facts. Incentivize them to get their college education. Nobody's incentivized to get a college education because it's too fucking expensive. And if you don't give me a scholarship, I can't afford it. And oh, by the way, if I couldn't play football, basketball, lacrosse, I wouldn't be here anyway. Yeah. Yep. That's the reality of kids in America. Look at the numbers. There's not a bunch of people just champing at the bit to get into college. It's not the way the country works anymore. But these rich guys are worried that they're not going to be quite as rich if the little poor guy comes in and makes a bunch of money on NIM. Yeah,
0: I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, wanna, wouldn't want to ruin the money tree that's growing on the football field. You know, wouldn't want to lose lose any of that money. So, you know. Let's write some legislation here. And by the way, the other thing that this should reinforce to you for all those people who are hating on us, I think it was last week we talked about this. The guys who run the NCAA and politicians are hand in hand. Two peas in a pod.
1: The biggest, I mean, because again, what happens with this legislation if it passes? Look at Joe Manchin. Yeah. Who wins by Joe Manchin's bill? Well, that'd be the uh, University of West Virginia. Where Joe Manchin's from.
0: You know, that same university that has, by all accounts, a G5 caliber roster right now on in football.
1: Yeah, an embarrassingly bad football
0: program. Embarrassingly bad football program right now. You it's know.
1: crazy to me.
0: But, yeah, let's write legislation that makes it so NIL, you know, is even tougher for the kid. Uh, I I cannot. I, I can, mm. By the way, Dion might want to win some games this year with all the NIL and
1: transfer portal you've done. It's, it's it's frustrating. Bryce Martin. So Bronny can't make money at USC, can make thousands off of ticket sales, coaches get jobs based on his success, and the school can tout him around making millions off the fact he put on that jersey. That's correct. Correct. Yep. Lower That's Ma- correct. Lower Marion yep. makes money today on Kobe Bryant's jersey. Yep. Uh, it's it's crazy to me. It is, it is just crazy to me. And
0: hey, if you're a kid, like if you're a Kobe level or if you're Bronny right now, maybe you just accept that. Hey, I'm one, I'm one and done. I'm one and I'm gone. I just gotta
1: go out here and dominate and we're good to go. Yeah. Uh Tyler Dopp says I tried to get buckshots, said they're out of stock. Damn. The out of Tyler explain that. They're out of currently out of stock or are they out of Can't tell me they're out of stock online, dude. No, come on. Are they really? I wouldn't be surprised. We have sold a ton of buckshot. Because it's just that good. Just that good. Immaculate. Why is it horrible things to have NIL contracts that entice a student athlete to actually finish their degree? Because they're what not. No, 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 no. They're not trying to entice them to finish their degree. That's not what they're trying to get them to do. They're trying to entice them to give them the long-term health care they need because they got injured severely representing your university. Notice what the stipulation is tied to. Oh, you want long-term health care? Well, then you're going to have to have a degree. Yeah, and I think what he's saying there is, is this legislature... Why is it horrible to have NIL contracts that entice a student athlete to actually finish their degree? Because that's not what they're doing. That's not what... Where does it say, hey, we'll give you an NIL contract if you get a degree? We'll pay you more... That would be saying, hey, you know what... Um, John's Honda dealer is going to give you $50,000 if you graduate with a 3.0 or higher. Or if you just get a degree. That's not what this is. What this is saying is the only way we'll give you long-term health care is if you stay at school long enough to get a degree. Because that's the reality, especially with a basketball player. That's the reality. Because if this kid stays two years, what are you saying the JUCO transfers? Cause that's a huge deal in college, college athletics. Hey, you went to a junior college. Yeah. We're going to rip those credits. They don't, they don't transfer here. They don't translate to this great institution. We're going to need you to play four years here to get a degree. Oh yeah. If you don't, we're not going to give you health insurance. Yeah. Sorry. What, what do you say to a college basketball player? What do you say to a what do you say to a kid that blows out a knee, Danny Manning playing college basketball? What do you say to a kid who gets a broken leg, never plays college basketball again and can't afford to continue his education? Like what wh- where where is that kid supposed to go? You know. Where is the kid who got a because this story is all over college sports, got a massive NIL deal but sucked actually and couldn't play? Just wasn't good enough to play college football. Men can't afford to pay for his education. But you, I mean, he came to your school. You're going to give him a four year ride? You should, right? Oh, we can't do that. Sorry. That would be enticing them. Hey, yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to give you a scholarship for your entire, like any college you want to attend. If you go to Notre Dame, if you want to get a triple master's degree, we're going to pay for all of it. No matter what, play football, don't play football, hurt, done for the year, career's over because you got a concussion. Doesn't matter, kid. You want to go to college, we're going to pay every penny of it. They don't do that. They don't do that. And by the way, if, if we're really getting down the brass tacks, it's the kid from the inner city. It's the kid from a poor background, from a poor home, who can't afford and doesn't have the economic advantages that modern day quarterbacks have, or doesn't have the family support, or doesn't have the financial know-how, who doesn't know the repercussions of getting student loans. Because I've heard that story repeatedly. Yeah, I lost my scholarship on the tennis team, had to get student loans, and now I'm $50,000 in debt. And I lost my scholarship because I tore my rotator cuff. And they pulled my scholarship. What do you say to that kid? Like, you, it, it, I understand this idea. And we, in, in my opinion, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong or not, but in my opinion, this idea that we're forcing kids to, you got to graduate. It's the only way you'll prosper. No, it's not. No, it's not. We have to stop attaching accomplishments in the classroom to the idea that that's the only way you're going to make it in life because that's total bullshit. One is not mutually exclusive of the other. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. It's not the truth. And we have to stop. We have to stop playing Russian roulette with people's healthcare. We, We need to stop doing that because we refuse. Hey, if you want healthcare, you gotta get a job. Why? I'm sick, I can't work, man. Look at all these people who are like, hey, I have long-term COVID, still can't smell or taste anything. Well, that's because of the vaccine. It's got nothing to do with the, the coronavirus. How. I can't, like, I, we want people to fall into these little boxes where we won't give them the basic human need. And that's what these kids in college are dealing with. They have every right to make as much as Kurt Schultz or Cossé or Robbins or Randall or any other president. In fact, they have the right to make as much as they can, and a lot of times it's more. But we don't like that, so we take their opportunity away and we take their money away. And I'm tired of it. It's wrong. It's not the right thing to do. And then, then to attach their long-term health benefits to it—fuck out of here with that. Like, I, it, it's just so to control wrong. Their
2: little world.
1: It is so wrong. Yeah. Um, let's see. Maury Alvarez says full coverage insurance should be given to all athletes in long-term care if you get hurt during preparation or participation in the sport that they are playing. Do you guys understand how many injuries happen in the weight room? <laughs> Do you understand? Like, I, I agree with that. Uh, our favorite Floridian, Maury Albers, says, "Well, wait, did we talk about Monty being out of uniform today? No black shirt. We, we have did. not talked about that We yet. did. We, we talked about it. No, we didn't. We, we did. No. Uh, uh, Prof college is to make people who are rich even richer. That's my BBA. Uh, t- that's what my BBA taught me. Your BBA wasn't I've been a
0: rich man, and I have been a poor man, and I choose rich every fucking time.
1: Me too. Uh, Coaches want to return uh, to being czars. They do. Do you know how many coaches we talked about this with with Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State a few minutes ago? You don't want anything to do with the transfer portal NIL. I'm a man! Nick Saban doesn't want anything to do with transfer portal or the NIL because he's a better man than you are. Nick Saban! Is a
3: better man
1: than you are. Right? He just wants you to come play football because it's Bam a roll tide. Roll tide. That's what he wants. Um, Bryce already read that one. Uh, Ron Loney says big government at its finest. Seriously, facts. Seriously, facts. Don't get me started. Immaculate. That centralized trust stipulation could actually push the Power Five to truly leave the NCAA instead of just sitting tight with their autonomy. I'm telling you. You are not, and I. It's stuff like this because I think the NCAA is teetering on the verge of extinction. Agreed, I, I truly do. Because these colleges don't need the NCAA. Yeah, and how desperate are you for money? Alabama doesn't live and die with NCAA. Like I would just be like, hey, and this is the grant of rights conversation. How much do does how much does Alabama, Notre Dame, you know, the biggest institutions? How much does Ohio State? The really need their grant of rights to make $100 million.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go and say they don't need the grant of rights to make $100 million. Are you
1: telling me that Notre Dame, who has their own contract with NBC, they really need a conference to make $75 million? They don't.
0: I would argue they'd make more without the conference. Well...
1: I I wouldn't argue with you. Uh, MJ Beset gives us $10. Thank you, Mati, for bringing all this up. Even on my G5 school's board of old farts are always mad at the players for making self-serving decisions, just like everyone profiting from college sports. And they won't talk about it. That's what's incredible. They won't talk well. (laughs) What do you mean we're self-serving? We're trying to provide an education here. We're an institution of higher screwing, I mean, learning. Don't lie to me. (laughs) But they, you won't talk about the fact that your biggest issue with NIL is the kid's now got the power because he's got the money. And in this country, money makes the world go round. So
0: wait, you're pissed that your institutional prowess no longer is why a kid's come to play for
1: you. But we were listening to Dark Knight, best lines from the Dark Knight today. Yeah. And the Joker says to the Chechen guy, mm-hmm. whose name I don't know, but he says to the Chechen mobster, how about we cut your body up and feed you to your dogs? Then we'll see how loyal a hungry dog really is. Where's the Italian? Right? Like. It's the truth. Let's find out how loyal a rich kid really is. When Alabama's paying more than Auburn. Let's find out
0: how loyal a D1 NFL caliber college receiver is.
1: When Dion's paying more at Jackson State. Mm-hmm and he got the number one recruit in the country to go there and then the kid followed him to Colorado. to find out how hungry a rich kid really is and how loyal he really is when he's really hungry. Because there's nothing wrong, and I know I say this all the time and every time people lose their minds when I say it, there's nothing wrong with being rich. There's nothing wrong with making money. Facts. There's nothing wrong than making more money than your neighbor and then your neighbor across the street and your neighbor over there on the left too, fuck them. Make as much money as you can. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. We mm-hmm. should, we've should. we got to stop shaming people for making money. We've got to stop shaming people for being rich. We've got to stop shaming 20-year-old kids who are driving Corvettes and wearing Gucci because you think they ought to be wearing Under Armour because that's what your school's got a contract with. It's, it's Louie actually. Thanks. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Because they're, they're, they're Louie instead of Under Armour. Because guess what? They don't care because Louie's paying him. So they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. Now, you want to talk about the the Carter situation and the Track Hawk and the car dealership? Totally get it. That, um. And this was brought up today. That had nothing to do with NIL. Nope. That kid's decision to be racing around the streets of Athens... And drinking and driving, allegedly. And yeah, what did that have to do with NIL? Nothing.
2: It's not the best situation, and we all know that.
1: Nothing, it had nothing to do with it. Yeah, um, shorts all year talking heads and lack of talent is all they have. I don't disagree with that. You know, um, Gary says, Monty, this is where the bill should would be thrown out on the merits of universities making big bucks on these students that that play sports. It should be. It should be. Dave Patrick, if you make 150% of the poverty, you get bronze-level health insurance, and it'll even pay your deductible. I don't know what that means. Tanner says, run, Forrest, run. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gary says, football players get a scholarship of $650 monthly. If lucky, how can our government come up with it? I don't know. I don't know. Pell Grants are not the way to make a living in college. No. No. Dude, there is not a college athlete. Note I didn't say football player. There's not a college athlete in this country that should be wondering hey, uh, do you think I'll get in trouble if I steal an extra chicken sandwich off the um, training table? Um, um, that should never happen. It's in embarrassing, this country. dude. Never. It's embarrassing. Never. Stop. Uh, immaculate, they don't mind when a kid creates an app and makes multi-millions. Well, I think they do mind, but you know. Travis Hinton, I am not okay with this. Government needs to GTFO on NIL deals. Agreed. These kids make the universities millions of dollars. Every time a university gets a big commit, they get a huge boost to sales. And they make TV money. Stay hard.
0: That's what I mean. This has nothing to do with the kid. It's all about them wanting to control the money. Yes, they want to keep as
1: much money as they can. They could care
0: less about the kid.
1: You know. uh, Let's see. Who else? And I know we have a lot of comments on this. Thank you for being here today. Uh, Fat Jesus, my guy, what's up? Fat Jesus, talked about you Saturday. Uh, Some people don't like seeing kids of color make money. Truth. Truth, absolutely the truth. Now we're getting real. Uh, Is there any football news? Yeah, that's what we're talking about, dude. That's (coughs) exactly what we're talking talking about. Uh, Big, bad, brass bulls. Giving a kid who's coming from a poverty background without teaching them how to handle instant wealth is like a lotto winner who blows all his money because he suddenly... Uh, can get all he wants. Okay, great. So if you're telling me we need an NIL stipulation that says if a kid makes $100,000, put it whatever number you want, kid makes $100,000 in an NIL deal, then he has to take an economics class. My answer would be stay out of my pocket. It's none of your damn business.
0: Yeah, it's his right to blow the money if he wants to. It's none of your
1: business. Yeah. By the way, Hey man, your credit rating's 6'10. Yeah, you're gonna have to take an economics class. That because that's what you're doing. You're saying to this kid, hey, you blew all this money, you're gonna have to take an economics class. You're gonna here's 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 an even, I know it's careful. Okay, careful. Okay, okay just, let's
0: can, can I get the I, hand position right on this one again. I, we, I need I yeah, need to we, warn people. Here we, go, here we go, here we go. You
1: need to do the Zen breathing. Yeah.
3: Ah. <sighs>
2: Okay, okay,
1: everybody breathes in. You gotta breathe all the way out too. Maybe, just maybe, we should teach economics, banking, credit cards, loans, interest rate impact, and how to build good credit in high school.
3: Oh yes. Yes. I
0: I know. Dude, it's, where did how do you do raise a shirt? is it it's the shirt is that how you come up with ideas like this it's louis what's actually <laughs> well it's it's not louis because we don't Callaway. teach economics and you know banking and stuff you know yeah, it's taxes
1: that's what i'm saying we don't we don't teach you how to deal with the irs properly if we taught kids how to use credit cards mm. and how to how to understand hey here's here's where the interest do you know how many people get their first credit card and have no idea how the interest works and we're going to be like, ha oh, you're stupid. Who the uh, f*** is that guy? So how would they know? What do you mean you don't know how to balance a checkbook? No, I said I don't know what a checkbook is. Oh, you're stupid. How would they know what a check? When's the last you time? You and your time? mom are hillbillies. You know, I talked to my bank last night. True story. I was looking at my my Apple Pay. I saw a bunch of charges in my bank account that I didn't understand. Connected to my debit card. I haven't used a debit card in two, three years. Like, it's been a long time. I, my debit card is locked in my safe. Like, I don't even carry it. Mm-hmm. And there's probably 99% of you are like, well, what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, you, we need to educate people on how to use money. I haven't written a check in When's the last time you wrote a check, dude?
0: I've never written a check.
1: I I, I can't remember. What. <laughs> Excellent strategy, sir. I'll be honest with you. If we have a checkbook, I don't know where it is. I guarantee you, Mrs. Monty knows where it is. I have no idea where our checkbook is. Yeah. But I know, I know the date and time that my fucking interest kicks in on my Amex. Yeah. And I know exactly, you know, like, hey... Here's how my business is run. I use this card for all my business. I use this card for all my personal, and I never use my debit card. How the fuck else would you do this job? Why don't we teach fifteen year olds how to do that? That's what I don't understand. Why don't we Why don't we teach kids how to how to leverage the finance because system? Because
0: we don't want them to be oh, successful. That's
1: right. We we make employees. We don't make entrepreneurs. That's a it's a big lie in this country that it's a home, you know, home of the brave, land of the free bullshit. It's a home of the brave and the land of the employees. Because we don't teach people how to do something other than collect a paycheck. And this NIL thing is the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing, you guys. Like they don't want people, like Pell Grants are a fucking scam. Do you understand how little money a Pell Grant pays you? Do you understand? You can't make a living on that. I, 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 in my college covering career of sports and athletics and jock straps and stuff, I have talked to so many kids. And I can tell you firsthand, I bought a guy lunch. I'm like, hey, knowing that a, a certain football player early in my career didn't have the money to go out to eat, didn't have the money to go out to eat. That's what we're talking about here, you guys. Like, that's real in this country. Yeah. Now, thankfully, they've changed like, the, oh, you're going to hell. And it's an NCAA violation. Please self-report that you took an extra French fry off the training table. In God's name, image, and likeness. We literally, we in college athletics, in as little as three years, four years ago, it was an NCAA violation to take extra food from the training table. Like, the, the training table. You're provided food. As a college athlete, if you took too much of it, it was considered an extra benefit at one point. Mm -hmm. So if I let let me get this right, you're giving us packaged lasagna. If I took two of those lasagnas, because it was explained to me that, hey, at one point, packaged lasagna, packaged salad. And this particular kid joked with me about, yeah, I took an extra lasagna. Who's going to turn me in for it? Fat. like that's the world we're living in. It's crazy. And we think that's fine. You misunderstood what I'm saying. Teach these athletes how to handle the instant wealth without making a requirement in NIL. Ensure their future. I hope we do. Yeah, well, that's what we should be doing.
0: I mean, I, again, I... But it's, it's
1: not the athlete. And this is the systematic flaw. It's not teaching the athlete. It's teaching every seventh grader how to write a check or, at this point, how to pay your bills online through Apple Pay and, and Android Pay. Hey, how... All I'm asking for, it would be a giant leap forward in this country if we taught kids how credit cards work. Here's how you get it. When you get a credit card, here's how it impacts your credit score. By the way, this is how they charge you interest. This should happen. Do you know that that basic conversation does not happen in, in the American educational system? We're not allowed. When up, oh, don't do that. Nope. And we banned the book in the library that taught him how to do that too, probably. But I understand your point, big bad brass balls. I do. Matt Ritson. I keep uh check I keep check lockbox when needed. Yeah. I have no idea if we have it. I don't know if we have a checkbook. Immaculate. Pell grants used to work, but they didn't grow they didn't grow in payout while college costs soared. I remember back at the old College of Light County and good old Southern Illinois, Um. back when I was in college. Um, I didn't qualify for a Pell Grant because I had a job that paid me. I had a radio job that paid me too much money. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't get a Pell Grant, and I couldn't get financial aid. Wound up not playing baseball for that exact All my buddies went to Illinois. A bunch of my buddies went to Augustana to play soccer. Could have gone to Augustana, man. Didn't do it. G off. what's up, my guy? I'm 34 and have never written a check. Yeah. I'm not dumb. I've just never had to do it. And I make more money than my friends who went to college and I have zero debt. There are different ways to do things. Absolutely. Do, do, if we talk kids what financial freedom of being debt, do you know how many 24-year-olds are not debt-free? Because they instant we go to college and we instantly take out student loans. They put us tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt.
2: It's not the best situation, and we all know that.
1: Trust me, being debt-free is the way to live your life. And I am very fortunate to be that. Um, my sister told my mom once, read me this book. It was a VHS case. LOL, true story. Hysterical. Hysterical. Uh, the kings always want to keep the gold. <sighs> Truth uh they don't want common man to uh to exceed beyond marginal uh marginally at best i don't disagree with that at all i think that's very true Lopes fan gabe how the heck are you my friend gives us ten dollars Did i miss a major announcement have we solved the rest of the world's problems and all there is left to do is uh go after college kids making a few bucks small government at its finest (laughs) (laughs) well played sir right as usual well played that's the crazy part of this whole thing We're worried about NIL, but places like San Francisco and Philadelphia and Cleveland, Denver, nine people got shot in a mass shooting last night celebrating the Denver Nuggets. And we're worried about, oh, well, got to make sure these, these kids don't make too much money.
0: It's disappointing, so.
1: I saw one person talking about, well, if he's making so much money on NIL, why don't why don't we make him pay for tuition? Why? Why would we do that? Oh, because you want to hold him back and take money out of his pocket. That's right. <laughs> I'm telling you now. It, if I if 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 there was a better way to the NFL than college, I, I well,
0: that's why you're seeing it in basketball, right? I mean, it like. Why do you think San Diego State got to the national championship game with all due respect? Oh, that's right. Because a lot of kids aren't going to college in no, basketball Jake, they recruit, anymore.
1: They recruited.
0: I know. They recruited. De- they developed
1: and, their talent. And, and,
0: and because of that, they deserve the pro rata, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say. And, and I know
1: it's all good. Yep. Yes, Brady Cook. College is not always the answer. Fat Jesus says, we're going to have to retire the phrase snapping necks and cashing checks. Yes. Matt Ritson didn't know Prime Amazon is credit cards. Exactly. Exactly right. Geoff Lopes for the win with that one. Exactly. Lopes fan game never disappoints. Brandon Butler, who I met at the RSL match on Saturday. Good to see you, Brandon. Thanks for the scarves. It would also help if we educated students on how student loans actually work too. Kids are maxing loans, not realize the bill comes due when they graduate. I think that's exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, pew, pew! Exactly right. Uh, Ruff's official is here. Today. So you're saying millionaires should get free tuition. Yeah, that's what we said. Dude, why, why can you not just be conversational? Why do you want... like Ruff's, you're so likes to fight guy. Uh, Tanner Plummer, I'm in college now. Financially, I've been fine. But the thing that has pissed me off is how the school I go to keeps changing the requirement to graduate. Well, San Diego State says, there goes that slant again. Glenn, you have to admit, as a San Diego State guy, it's awkward when your president's like, yeah, the, uh, we we should get the pro rata that we deserve. Like, what are you talking what does about, that mean? dude? What, what do what you mean, mean, dude? I don't even hate San Diego State. I don't I'm, either. I'm a huge, I'm actually a huge fan of San Diego, San Diegan, San Diego State, San Diego University, La Jolla. The Cafe Fa- Coyote. The Honeys in Old Town. I'm a huge mm. fan. I'm not a fan of J.D. Wicker like pandering. Because now you begged your way into the Pac-12 that might not exist. Nice job, dude. That's my only criticism. If I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already f-ing done it. And your third baseman in softball celebrates for, like, farting while she's warming up. Like, when is parade? Yeah, when's the parade? T- when is parade? That is Nikola Jokic saying, when is parade?
2: When is parade? I when need, is parade?
1: I need to go home. I need to go home. When is parade? No. We're going to have to talk about that. You know. Uh, Glenn says, it's getting personal with you guys now, that basketball comment. But it, but it's, how did, Glenn. Explain it. How did San Diego State build their national championship game worthy <laughs> basketball team? It's not like they recru- recruited a bunch of high school kids and developed them and transfer portal. And there's nothing, no shame in that. There's no shame in that. How is that at all criticizing? Dude, them? the reality of the situation is, is the Blue Bloods
0: are light on talent because everyone's chasing an NIL
1: money. That's the reality of it. the The reality is the Kentucky North Carolina missed the tournament after winning the championship last year. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a a, a slight on San Diego State no at all. I have no issue with San Diego State,
0: dude. But but if listen, Glenn, you, you can't you can't turn a blind eye here, man. Your your team has no business. Being in the national championship game of college basketball. And that's not outlandish to say. Now at least not until now. Like, again, once every how long. And I'm telling you, I would love it if it was, hey, we developed a program and everything's amazing. It's not like you had anybody's best player. You had a team of gritty ass guys who got after it and played real physical basketball at the college level. I respect that. In yeah, fact, I was rooting wrong with for him. them. I was rooting for them. I I don't want to see UConn win uh, anything. I, I'm not a UConn guy, dude. Like, how many times is you know uh, Geno gonna win another championship, bro? Like, how many times is is you know UConn's men men's basketball gonna be good, right? Like, they're always good. Cool. I I didn't want to see them win anything, Man, but nobody's. But there's no getting around the idea that NIL and the transfer portal makes it difficult to keep talent. You are going to have to pay to have a great roster now. It's no longer, hey, it's John Calipari at Kentucky, right? It's Coach K at Duke. It's Roy Williams at UNC. Those days are over, bro. It's about cash and checks as the joke is going on in the comments. That's what it's about. So it's not personal when I say, hey, you had no business being in the national championship game, in my opinion. It's the reality of college basketball.
1: Yeah, and and I think when you look at a guy like Zuby who's visiting you from Kansas, that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Like it's not a slight. It's the re- the thing the Glenn, the only thing that bothers me, the only thing that bothers me about San Diego State is JD Wicker with that comment to Seth Davis and and your president saying that like you deserve a pro rata. Like what pro rata and what do you mean you deserve the pro rata? Yeah. Like you have not been a a relevance, a strong word. You have not been a nationally competitive football program on a regular basis, probably ever in the modern era of college football. Right. You're not. And I jokingly said it was a baseball school. San Diego State has a good athletic program. Yeah, they do. It's, it's not like, it's not, it, it, I just don't understand why, wh- why is it taboo to say, hey, you built your basketball team on the transfer portal, Kentucky, North Carolina, like look at Arizona state, Bobby Hurley. Do you guys understand that Bobby Hurley had a year ago, had one player on his roster? What well, I said what he had one player on, on the roster under scholarship, one player last year. Everybody else transferred. That's the reality of college athletics and specifically basketball in my opinion it's the great it's the great leveling of the playing field mm-hmm. when somebody like San Diego State who's not known as a basketball school goes to the national championship game and by the way, think about the financial impact that had on the Mountain West Conference
0: Huge yeah so just one year out of the blue huge you happen to go to the national championship game. Don't tell me huge. Don't don't cry me a river uh, about oh well. You guys are making it personal with San Diego State. No, I'm not making it personal with San Diego State. I'm I'm making it personal with the idea that San Diego State goes to one national championship game after building the roster through the transfer portal. And and my take is that you're not a basketball school. You're a football school. If anything, that's that's what I feel like you've been known for before this amazing run in basketball that you had. So don't come in here and tell me that I'm making it personal with San Diego state. I'm saying, Hey, NIL combined with the transfer portal in basketball has made it. So programs like San Diego state can get to the national championship game once in a
1: while. And but I look think, at but look at a guy like Darian hmm Do you go to the, do you go to the NCAA tournament without him? Well, you probably don't. Do, do, you, do you damn near win the national championship without him? Well, you don't. And he's a guy who's a senior who transferred into San Diego State for last season. You, one of your most important players. yeah. It, why That's not even taboo, guy. Yeah, I don't know why we're defending our take on San Diego State
0: because people get all shitty about it when you say things like, hey, they had no business being in the national championship game. Yeah, they don't like they don't have any business being in the national championship game of college basketball. And that's why they haven't been. That's why it's once in a while, once every I don't know, lately, like in modern history. Once every 10 years,
1: like, yeah. and, and, and like, you're, you're, I think the Keshaw Johnson's of the world, or like your, your player, that's a fourth year senior. Who's been there though. That's so rare. Yeah. And that's what you want. Cause that's called playing the system. Yeah. I, I don't think it's an insult at all. Anyway, we should probably,
0: you know, I just would love for <laughs> someone like Glenn and Glenn, I'm not trying to make it personal with you, but I would love for you to
1: come to the middle. Kyle J. says Jake hates everything. It's okay. San Diego State. Do you hate everything?
0: I don't hate everything, but I'm not giving San Diego State a free pass. I'm not. And it's okay. What we should be talking about, Glenn, is we should be talking about the fact that, hey, yeah, you know what? We didn't have a chance at the national championship game in college basketball, but because of NI on the transfer portal, we were able to leverage that, and we got there.
1: And that's a great thing. uh, I think that's not what we should be talking about. We should be talking about TridayTrading.com. Slash Monty. Because that's how you make the most money. hmm Okay. Uh, t- t- <laughs> Come on. That was amazing. It was good. Uh, I'm telling you guys. It is the best side hustle. I was talking to, to a guy last night on DM. I don't know if I should say people's names that I was talking to. But he was telling me, hey, I you know, I started doing Amazon FBA because you guys told me it was great. And he's losing, like. 70 bucks a month. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Which a, I, I don't know why you would keep doing that side hustle because I think Amazon FBA is the perfect example of a side hustle where somebody else controls your income. Because mm-hmm. Amazon changes fees and price points and you have to qualify for categories and it's a pain in the ass. Do the easy route, take the easy route, trydaytrading.com. And when you think about what triday trading is, Tridaytrading.com is anything you want it to be because you work for yourself. So you can do it full-time. Okay, quit your job. Hate your boss, tired of going into work? Quit your job. Trydaytrading.com. Work from home, work for yourself. You love your job, but you'd like to make more money. Trydaytrading.com, do it as a side hustle. Make sure, hey, you get up first thing in the morning and spend an hour working on your day trade, setting up your system, and great. You're gonna make hundreds of dollars a day doing that. People routinely make hundreds of dollars a day at drydaytrading.com because they went through their program. And now the best part is you can automate your trades and they teach you how with their proprietary systems and their proprietary algorithms. And by the way, the best part of it is you can try this out for 10 bucks, 30 day membership. That's all we're asking you to do. Don't take my word for it. And I always tell you this. Try it out for 10 bucks. It's a charitable donation that you can use as a tax write-off. You do a $10 30-day membership and you get everything, full coaching, full education, all of it, 30-day membership, try it out right now and if you're not happy with it, you don't continue and you still get the tax write-off. But what you're gonna find, just like everybody else, when you go into the TridayTrading.com system, you're gonna love it. You're gonna make thousands of dollars a day doing it full-time. You're gonna make hundreds of dollars a day doing it part-time and you can stop being pissed at your boss, you can stop hating on your neighbor because they went on vacation and you didn't. Live the life you've always wanted to live by going to TryDayTrading.com. San Diego State says, Jake, stop it. Connor Tulin says, sup, Monty. Hi, Connor. Um, Tanner says, LOL, Truck Stop Monty would rather chop off his right arm than give anything Star Wars character. I am your father. Truck Stop Gumby says, Monty, give his black shirt to Baby Yoda. (laughs) Probably could have. Uh, Adam Solomon, out of the Big 12 and Pac-12, only Kansas Tech and Baylor have done what San Diego State has since 2010. Multiple Sweet 16s, multiple 30-win seasons, and an appearance in the championship. Okay, but you really want to compare... Why are we doing this? You really think it's fair to compare San Diego State and the Mountain West to Kansas, Texas Tech, and Baylor? So Kansas... Or North Carolina two years ago. um, Baylor. You really think that's a comparable pass to going through the Mountain West to what they had to go through in the ACC or the Big 12, which is inarguably the best conference in the country. They're not apples to apples comparison. What San Diego State did was nothing short of legendary. Nothing short of legendary. Now you need to do it all over again. And you're not going to be a fly under the radar. You're not going to be a secret anymore. Now everybody understands your offense. Everybody understands your system. Everybody understands your tendencies. Now we figure out who you really are, and hopefully San Diego State evolves and they actually win a championship, because that would be a phenomenal finish for a great college. San Diego State's a lovely university. Mm -hmm. We have family and friends by the tons who have graduated there. Great. It's not a slight in any way, shape, or form. You know, like it, it. It just isn't um you know it is what it is um let's see tom dean question should san diego state get a full pro rata just looking for an answer to an answer i haven't heard from you yet but i wish we could delete the term pro rata bro <clears throat> uh, pro rat do you guys understand that pro ratas are not readily available
0: i would love for someone to make the case As to why a G5 of any variety, San
1: Diego State or otherwise, deserves a pro rata. Do you understand what a pro rata is? A pro rata essentially means ESPN or Fox is going to pay a full share for San Diego State, in this case, to join your conference in the Pac-12. So, and again, here's my issue with what was said at San Diego State. By San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Because I don't understand the logic in it. And if you do, please help me. You have the president saying, she said straight up that the Pac 12 is her first choice. And she's confident that George Kaliafkov is going to get a, a TV distribution deal that will allow the Pac 12 to pay San Diego State. The pro rata they they deserve. Well, first of all, don't you have to get a TV deal that includes a pro rata first? All of a sudden, everybody and their brother thinks, well, shit, pro rata, that's in every deal. It's in one deal. One deal. The Big 12's deal. One deal. And by the way, it's not the entire deal. It's only ESPN's part of the deal. So it's not something that is even normal. To have that kind of language in a contract. It's not. It's not like way out of left field. But it's not boilerplate language. Yeah. So this idea that San Diego State. A. Thinks that a pro rata is in every contract. It's not. But B. Here's an interesting question for you. If you're ESPN. And let's just use ESPN as an example. Anybody you want to point to. You do a deal with the Pac-12. Why would you pay. And let's say it's $32 million. What has San Diego State done to earn $32 million a year? Basketball ain't bringing that. Because football is king. And, And I'm just asking. Looking at San Diego State's football numbers. Somebody explain to me, what is it that San Diego State has done that says to you, well, man. We better pay them $32 million or we're screwed. Um. That's the simple question that San Diego and Glenn and I know 20 other San Diego State people who are crawling up my ass because I said, there's nobody bending over backwards to pay San Diego State $31.7 million to join the Big 12. Facts. Because their value is to the Pac-12. Because the Pac-12 has nothing south of Berkeley. Otherwise their, known as they have a need. They their value, San Diego State's value is not reach. It's not it's not fourth time zone to the Big Twelve. Their value to the Big Twelve, frankly, is to cripple the Pac twelve. That's your best value proposition, mm-hmm. right? Because does it and this is the other question. Do you believe that San Diego State joins the Big 12 and goes back to the NCAA tournament?
3: Is that a real question?
1: Serious question. You put San Diego State basketball in the Big 12. Do they go to the NCAA tournament? The answer is no. They do not. But all the appearances. Now, next year... The, the second year, sure, because now you can transfer portal and you can operate. But they're not Gonzaga, who you can put in any conference, and because they recruit at an exceptionally high level, because they've won and won and won, and all they do is win, I can put them in the Big 12, and they will, they will compete. They will go Gonzaga. to the NCAA tournament their first year. But if we're talking about football dudes... Do you want to have a conversation about Do you want to have a conversation about year over year records? And I don't think you do, dude. I I don't think you do because if you if you look at if you look at Ted Tolner, like Rocky Long, like I mean you you you've had a pretty mediocre run in football, right? And Brady's done a decent job. Right? You lost to Middle Tennessee in the in the Hawaii Bowl. You won the Frisco Bowl. You won the New Mexico Bowl. But when's the last time you, you had a major bowl, in the Las Vegas bowl in twenty sixteen against Houston? You won thirty-four to ten. Okay, but the Poinsettia bowl in twenty twelve against BYU or Navy in twenty ten? Like you're 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 not a major college football program. Yeah. And if, if you join the Big 12, do you make the NCAA tournament? So why am I going to pay you $32 million right out of the gate? It's a great question, man. Help me. Yeah. Help Couldn't me understand. myself. Jimmy Otson says, it's funny that Monty and Jake are having the same conversations at chat but saying the opposite things. Okay, well, so, hey, who wants to stand up? Glenn, you want to stand up and defend San Diego State? Let's do it. I'm happy I mean, to do it, man. That's the purpose of the show. I'm happy to do it. Right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. The question that I have is: If we're going to argue about San Diego State, let's fucking argue about it. What is the real value of San Diego State to the Big Twelve? Because frankly, I have talked to a million and one sources about this, and nobody's that excited to add San Diego State to the Big Twelve. Everybody in the Pac-12 views San Diego State as a must-have. As a must-have. Because you've lost Southern California to USC and UCLA in the Big Ten. got to have it. Because Southern California Toyota dealers have nowhere to spend their Pac-12 money. So they won't. They'll spend it in the Big Ten instead of spending it with you. Which is a huge problem. So I, from that standpoint alone, I don't care if San Diego State wins another game. There's, there's real legitimate value in that. But if you're Oregon, and let's say, let's pretend, th- again, Pac-12 gets a TV deal.
2: Yeah.
1: It's $32 million, okay? And you're Oregon. How much are you willing to, how much of that $32 million are you willing to allocate to San Diego State? You're one new member. Because, again, I know I'm dumb and I don't know shit about San Diego State, you can say that you get the pro rata you deserve, but how much of that money should we actually pay San Diego State? Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, a penny over $20 million is ridiculous. Which I
0: think is another concept that nobody understands. Just because every school from the TV side is getting 32000000 million, let's say, doesn't mean that once that money comes to the conference, that every school is getting $32 million.
1: See? Here's another question I have. San Diego State. Adam says San Diego State brings Southern California recruiting to the Big 12. Pacific time zone San Diego OC market. I would disagree with that. Because legitimate question. If you bring San Diego State into the Big 12. Mm -hmm. Again, how much pro rata bro uh, ESPN won't pay a full share for San Diego State. Their G5 team. Number one. Number two. Do you really think that if you are the starting quarterback at modern day, and you are capable of playing in the Big 12 or you're in Chula Vista or any high school you want to point to in Southern California, specifically San Diego, you really think that you're going to be like, well, shit, I can play in the Big 12? Why wouldn't you just play in the Big Ten at UCLA and USC? If you're especially if you're at Modern Day, you're going to USC anyway. So if you're at, I don't know, pick your school, your power football program in Southern Westlake or Lake Forest or Capo or whoever. Stuck baseball. You're the you're the best starting pitcher at San Juan Capistrano or Huntington Beach High School or the best school in San Diego. Okay, I can see San Diego State, which is a phenomenal baseball school. I mean, fantastic. I can see you winning that battle. But if you're in Los Angeles, or if you're in Ventura County, or if you're in high desert, are you going to San Diego State so you can get in the Big 12? You're probably not. You're probably not. Because if you're a really good baseball player in Southern California... My guess is you'd want to play in the Big Ten. My guess is in in let's just say the Pac-12 survives. I think you'd there. Pac-12 is a pretty good baseball conference, pretty good baseball conference. But you know how good baseball is, like around the country. Like you're not going to San Diego State because it's now football. Hey, if you're a Southern California kid and you're the third best linebacker on your team and san diego state will write you an offer and you can play big 12 football absolutely and you want to stay home so you can sleep in your own bed totally get that but san diego state's going to have to ramp up recruiting and i i would i would venture a guess that if the pac-12 survives san diego state doesn't go to the big 12 in any way shape or form they want the Mm pac-12 so if the pac-12 survives okay If the Pac-12 falls apart, you're not taking San Diego State because, A, they don't give you a pro rata, and, B, you're going to get seven, six, five teams out of five, six teams out of the Pac-12 that you want. Yeah. And I think San Diego State stays in the Mountain West because I think the Mountain West has a very legitimate chance to get Washington State at a minimum and probably Oregon State. Yeah. Depending on what happens with Oregon State. There's just not a lot of math that puts San Diego State in the Big 12. There's just, it doesn't add up. Like Pacific time zone, Gonzaga can give me the Pacific time zone. Arizona does not give me the Pacific time zone because they're always on fucking mountain time and I'm not having the argument. (laughs) 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 But you guys see what I'm saying. Um, Tanner says San Diego State is a basketball school, not a football school. They're a basketball, I don't even, I mean, they're a good basketball school now, no doubt about it. Ron Loney uh, says Hodad's Burgers in San Diego. Food in San Diego, my God. My just dude, if you gave me some Modelo and a hundred dollars, I would be passed out on the street like bloated from pinto beans. Parade. I mean, yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> it'd be over. It'd be over. Delaric says San Diego State at best is worth 20 million. Uh, more likely somewhere between thirteen and seventeen for the Big Twelve, and I don't think it's that much. I don't.
0: And the other thing is, okay, so let's say they don't offer you the pro ready. You gonna say no? That's you- the real question.
1: What it? Because I don't see. Is Apple gonna be like, okay, well, yeah, uh, we'll pay you thirty million dollars hey a school, no matter who you enter. Okay, well, William and Mary, um, they're coming in the conference. No, I'm not comparing the two, but... Yeah. Is San Diego State worth what Oregon's worth?
0: No. but I don't think it's
1: a fair comparison. But I think the president of San Diego State thinks it's a fair comparison. Yeah, well... When you use the language the pro rata we deserve, do you think day one you're walking into the Pac-12 and getting, again, $32 million, for instance? Come on now. Uh, Gary says, UCLA and USC bringing most of the market, not San Diego State. I don't disagree. Tom Dean, Monty, remember my five dollar super chat that uh rehashed old news? That's my pro rata comment, which rehashed old news. Was a joke about. Okay, good. Excellent, Tom. Thank, Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Mark Hales, nobody is tuning the TV on to watch San Diego State.
0: Well, I think the problem is is that, you know, the again, I <laughs> guess I'll just be the asshole today. The national championship today? viewership numbers show that. Today? Every day. Right? Like, there's nope. no getting away from it, right? I mean, Jake,
1: nobody likes you.
0: Even great. I like <laughs> me. Even San Diego State fan can't deny that the national championship game viewership was not good. Oh and I'm not God. saying that's all your fault. That's on UConn, too. But, but I'm just saying, like, you, you can't. Like, there are people in the chat right now trying to make the argument that San Diego State has returning starters and that would allow them to run through the Big 12. Mm. Mm, I don't think so, dude.
1: Because I, I think you have to consider the fact that the Mountain West, while a solid conference, you can it's not even in the same hemisphere. I believe it's on Pluto, the Mountain West, compared to the Big 12, which.
0: I mean, you're talking about. Dudes, come on. Air Force and Wyoming, Colorado State. I got news for you, bro. Kansas is better than Colorado State. Like, come on.
1: Yep. Uh, Taylor Gilstrap gives us $2. Just Gilstrap. Oh, I'm sorry. Gilstrap! Yeah! Um, Thank you. This is why politics need to stay out of sports. Maybe fix bigger problems first, Congress. Then he gives us two more dollars. Then he gives us five more dollars. Gilstrap! (laughs) Fuck over here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Why haven't any PAC members seriously considered a Big 12 merger and forced that option to the table? Cause I don't, th- I don't know. That's a it, I I think it's a really leave. good question. They
0: don't want to leave.
1: Which I totally they don't agree with. Want to leave. I totally. They agree will.
0: With that. They don't want to.
1: Uh, Jim Choi, how many times have San Diego State sell out the new stadium, Snapdragon? I couldn't tell you, but it's brand new. I mean, they they are. And look, Rocky Long. I want to make sure everybody understands. Like Rocky Long's solid. I mean, I think he he's got like a seven hundred winning percentage. I mean, the it, it, he's, I mean, in the Mountain West, right? He was solid, and Brady Hoke coming back has been okay. But Brady Hoke's a 500 football coach. Yeah. Rocky Long was a good football coach, like a, a, a really good football coach. And the hard part is, the hard part is, he went 10 and three in his last year there. Right? What was that? 2019. Like if you're okay, if you're a team that's, let's
0: just let's just flip it on its head, just for conversation's sake. Let's say San Diego State's a bona fide P five team, just chilling in the Mountain West. There, mm-hmm. everybody viewed them as a P five team. Shouldn't you be a nine or a ten win team every single year in both in 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 football? And then shouldn't you be an elite college yeah, but basketball Rock, team. Rocky
1: won double digit games, four out of his five last year, and he won, I think, three Mountain West championships.
0: Okay, so at that time, then, San Diego State fan, I would have said, yeah, die on the hill. Die on the hill. 10, 11 wins in the Mountain West is probably seven in the Big
1: 12 in football. And how many of those years was San Diego State ranked in the top 25? One, when they were ranked 25th.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's not as, easy as just, I think. it's not as easy as just saying, oh,
1: well, hey,
0: you know, San Diego State's got all these appearances and winning records and Kansas and Baylor have only like three winning seasons in the last 50.
1: Yeah, because they're in the Big 12, dude. Uh, Roris, Jake be crushing the small man while simping for the ruling class oligarchs. What does that even mean? Okay. I mean. Like, what does that mean? Tanner Plummer, Jake. I usually like you, but your San Diego State take is crazy, in my opinion. What?
0: Okay. What's crazy about this is okay. So, Tanner, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna call you out on this. What's crazy? This about? is what you do. You say, "Hey, I think you're crazy." Why? Why? Explain it. Because I have. I feel like me specifically. I me, feel like me. I have a pretty strong, well-rounded argument as to why a. You're not a P five. You don't deserve a pro rata. Don't fuck. But B, uh, B, I don't think you would compete for a tournament appearance in the Big 12. And you for sure would not be a college football playoff team coming out of the Big 12. Not right out of the gate. No way. Not right out of the gate. No way,
1: dude. There's no way. There's no way. Is it underselling San Diego State or is it massively underselling the depth and quality of the Big 12 basketball conference? Greg Hawkins, howdy. How the heck are you? Uh, Let's see. Like, San Diego State at Rice-Eccles
0: in November at night. Oof. San Diego State, uh, you know, in Stillwater. Come on, dude. Like, be realistic about this.
1: Yeah. Uh, cowboy country. Big 12 and Pac-12 should make a deal. Should have. That's Agreed. the biggest mistake the Pac-12 ever made. Not being open about merging. And that's not on George Klyovkov, just so we're all clear. I think that's pro- I would hope he took that back to the class, you know. Uh, Ron Loney says, Island Prime restaurant in San Diego is a myth of food in San Diego on its Bomb, own. Bomb, dude.
0: Now, you want to talk about P5 food availability oh my God.
1: all day, all day. Uh, Jim Choi says, uh, San Diego State had Don Coriel. John Coriel, bitches waves in opposition. Uh, <laughs> he didn't. Um, Don Coriel, 61 to 72. Twelve seasons, one hundred four and nineteen with two ties for an eight forty win percentage. Good lord! Yeah, let's not forget Chuck Long. It was nine and twenty seven. Mm. You know, because it's garbage. I kid. It, it, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It, you know, it. It just it, to me. I. I. Just, yeah. Think like San Diego State's. San Diego State's good. It's, it's, we just get over the top with it. Uh, they are, Adam Solomine says they are winning. They have the highest win percentage in the nation in football and basketball since 2010 with G5 talent in a G5 conference. So that's the point, dude. What do you, like, that's the point. Uh, Delaric says, I used, th- I used to think Jake is crazy, but he has it right this time.
0: Like Adam, bro. I love you, dude. Literally love that you're here. But you're making my point. It's a against G five talent. You can't just be like, oh well, hey, hey it's you, the
1: blue turf.
0: Oh God, settle down. Holy shit! Boise State was terrible <laughs> again this year, and we beat up on them. Who
1: the hell knew? Who knew, Gary? Who knew? Uh, they weren't terrible. They were. They got off to a slow start. Gary says saying San Diego State deserves P five is like saying Long Beach University deserves a spot in G five. Exactly. I- where are
0: we at in society today? Long Beach State. Keep going down the ladder, Gary. I appreciate you, bro. <laughs> Keep going down Long the ladder, Beach man.
1: State. Brady Cook, Tanner. I would have to agree with Jake on this truth. truth. Like
0: I, I I just don't. I, I I understand if you're a San Diego State fan why this is offensive to you. At the same time, though, at some point you got to come to the middle on this.
1: Yeah. Um, construction work in all caps. Because, Jake, if we use that logic, the Big 12 would have never added Houston, BYU, or UCF. BYU has a national championship. Yeah. Uh, Houston, um, and I know this is crazy, Uh, (laughs) Houston's one of the best college basketball teams in the country. Mm -hmm. Um, And Houston delivers a pretty significant metropolitan market and gives the Big 12 significant control of the state of Texas which matters big which time which matters um i would say cincinnati
2: on to
0: cincinnati
1: you're right i don't know why they added cincinnati please bear cat fan <clears throat> don't um, and UCF I said it the other day I think UCF's an awkward fit but it, it does give it's you Florida it's a play
0: to be in Florida that's it, it, it dude it, give,
1: it gives you Florida Adam Solomine uh, San Diego State beat Kansas at Kansas never got invited back probably never will probably never will uh, Big Daddy Magic Jake has always been in the good graces of Big Daddy Magic well do we need to talk about Victor Wambanyama do we need to I mean are, are you kidding me right now like, I, I don't, I don't understand what, like, that'd be like, that'd be like saying, hey, you know, we're going to go for chicken sandwiches and we're going to go to Burger King when you should have gone to Super Chicks. Damn it. Transition. Uh, Super Chicks, Riverdale Road in Ogden, also in uh, the Jeezy, are good friends in St. George. Yeah, Ch- dude, if
0: you're in St. George, man,
1: go out and find them, bro. Like. Go out and find them. And our Jeezy Army is strong. The guys yeah. in St. George, I love all of you guys, all our listeners down in St. George. Thanks so much for supporting the show. Uh, go see our guys at Super Chicks in St. George. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, make sure you get the Bacavo if you want to be a jerk every day like Jake. Uh, it's his favorite sandwich. The Bacavo a P5, just so we're clear. No, it's a... it's it's And a, it deserves a pro rata. How? Okay. Yeah, I don't know how. Um, I, you know, I would tell you to get the cordon bleu, uh, or go ahead and, and, and did you just say it was bomb? Yeah. It's a good Sando. It's not the Bacavo, but it's a good Sando. Yeah. It's certainly not the deluxe with extra pickles, but, uh, the thing I love, the thing I love about super chicks, you guys is all of the veggies are hand cut in house onions, tomatoes, lettuce, their fries, which are awesome. Salt and pepper fries is the way I go. Cut daily in-house. Their chicken breasts are always full breast. You're not getting thighs because they're cheaper. No, no, friends. You can get it grilled. You can get it breaded. It's awesome. It's super chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden, also down in St. George. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty program. Um, let's see. MJ Bissett gives us 10 bucks to say enough on San Diego State. They're gold compared to SMU. I live in Dallas, and SMU isn't on a sports bars TV unless they are playing a P5 from the old southwest conference no team to add for pack to survive and thrive that's a really good point mj i think yeah i i honestly still maintain their best options to lane mm-hmm. so dw2cb says kiss my bacavo
3: kiss my butt
1: Greg Hawkins says, LOL, the SEC and Big Ten are taking flagship blue blood schools. Meanwhile, the Big 12 and Pac-12 are fighting over which G5s to add. That's what I'm
0: saying. Mm -hmm. Truth. Oh, God.
1: Uh, Edward Enriquez. Cincinnati was uh, most likely added as a travel partner for West Virginia, plus they're coming off the college football playoff appearance. Fickle leaving Hurts. Yeah, how's uh, the badges? Hey, uh, Fickle, how's Wisco treating you? Can you believe he rolled and then they get into the Big 12? It's not good Immaculate says uh, SMU versus Arkansas Let's go Right You know Uh, Construction work You're wrong As usual Mike Maples The Bacavo isn't Wings from Little Caesars But it'll do Oh my god Mike dude Bro I'm not doing this I am not I am not
0: doing this Yeah wings from Little Caesars Are like San Diego State dude Come on It's
1: bad enough You showed up at RSL The other night In a Boston hat Bad enough now, wings, it's come on. <laughs> Glenn right there. Look at, look at my boy, Glenn. San Diego State. I've <laughs> always been patient. We'll see how well episode 966 ages. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, we could bet a ribeye. Oh, wait, I don't pay my bets. Now, I got a bunch of ball busting on DM on Twitter last night. Hey, dude, look, I understand your your poverty program. You can't afford to buy a steak look imagine the bad if you can't pay the man. I can't pay him because golf is expensive and we're both way too busy. It has nothing to do with the cost of a ribeye steak from Don's it's meats. It's
0: 7 bucks, dude.
1: Who cares? Like it's a ribeye steak. I'm I will make it for him on my smoker for crying out loud.
0: Yeah. Like we'll literally stand around the smoker with a couple of beers Saul, while, it's, while it's cooking.
1: God bless you. Ranch, yeah. no blue cheese. Yeah, let's go. The ranch at Super Chicks, though. Way to come in clutch. The ranch at Super Chicks is amazing. Um, we says, Fickle will gain 25 pounds before Christmas eating all the cheese curds, baby. <laughs> fat, fat, fat. <laughs> Motherfuckers said cheese fat. curds. <laughs> oh, man, those guys, cheese curds, guys guys, 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 guys. The cheese curds? Fat. Look, I've been to the brat stop. I've had the cheese curds. They're, I'm going to do that. Dude, you can't say no. And fickle, dude, the boiler on this guy. Fat. I mean, his gut's hanging over his balls. He's in real trouble there. Fat. I mean, are you serious right now? Fat. That guy ain't seen his. I mean, my God. That guy hasn't seen his big toes in like five years, fat ass. <laughs> fat. Lay off the cheese curds. Lay. Uh, no. Hey, Gilstrap, what are you doing? Let's go. Uh, can I get a Monty to say I'm gill strapped, y'all? Yo, bro, I can't make it tonight. I'm gill strapped. Bye. Hey. Right, peace out, bitches. Yeah. My gill strapped your mom. <laughs> what were you doing last night? Yeah. 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 I was gill strapping.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Legendary. Uh, Can I get Monty to say I'm gill-strapped, y'all, and make a soundbite out of that, you know, for a future reference (laughs) on the show? (laughs) 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 How did we get here, dude? Oh, my God. All right. Relax. Can we just for a minute? And I know it's not, I know it's not football. But real quick. (laughs) Can we talk about Taco Bell <laughs> serving the vegan community? This one really pissed me off today. Dude. I'm like, hey, we need to do, because we film three, four shorts every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what's our non-sports story? And Jake's like, well, are you sure you want to know this? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. And he's like, Taco Bell. I'm like, yes, Mexican pizzas are adding a vegan menu. I'm like, <laughs> what? Dude.
0: Dude, they're rolling out a vegan menu. And you could already get, you know, you could already get, like, you know, if you weren't a meat eater, right? Because there's a big difference between vegan and vegetarian, right?
1: Ooh, Nevada State Senate approves use of public taxes to fund a new stadium for the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's are, dude, they're going to Vegas. They are going, did you guys hear what they're doing in Vegas or in Oakland tonight? They're doing a reverse protest. What does that even mean? Where uh, they are all going to show out and they're going to wear, sell the team gear to prove because the Oakland A's ownership has said the fans don't support the team. Mm -hmm. Which trust me, when I live there, the fans support the team. Yeah, They're going to do a reverse boycott tonight and fill the place with anti-owner fans. They've created an entire clothing they're line. They're going
0: to like let them in the stadium?
1: Yes, they have to. Uh they've created an entire clothing line just saying sell the team. It is going to you if you watch watch Sports Center tonight. Cuz I think it is going to be absolutely bonkers yeah. to see what it is and how that's all going to go.
0: How many of them you think eat the vegan menu at Taco Bell?
1: Yeah, by the way Why are they doing vegan menus at Taco Bell? While you hit the like button, I'd like you to contemplate that. Taco Bell is offering vegan options. That I would like to understand, and I don't. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, I don't know why. Like, it used to be that you could get like a black bean chalupa if you wanted to, or a crunch wrap.
1: Well, you can get, dude, you can get a bean burrito. Yeah. Get a bean burrito. I don't need it to be vegan. Because, frankly, I eat dead chickens Mm -hmm. at Taco Bell. I'm getting a Mexican pizza. I'm eating ground beef. Now, I don't eat a Taco Bell ever (laughs) because, frankly, the colon destruction. Dude, it's it's rough, bro. I can't do it. I cannot. And, look, I love. You got.
0: There's nothing better than getting a taco box and some crunch wraps, bro. Jesus.
1: Just give me. (laughs) Now, the problem is it's like 75 bucks. That is true. It used to to be be. Back in, the, back in the hizzy. When I was in high school, You dude. could spend 20 bucks and eat
0: for a day. After days. school, we would get Taco Bell, right? Get some Mountain Dew when we drank soda, which we don't do anymore. And we would just crush it. And it was like 20 bucks for like
1: a whole buffet of food. I think about a year ago, we went to Taco Bell. Oh. Probably less than that. When they reintroduced the Mexican pizza, we went to Taco Bell. Yeah. And we got like... 10 tacos, a couple of Mexican pizzas, chalupa, crunch wraps, you know, just like there were three the spread, of us. The spread. Yeah, there were three of us. We were going to crush it. It was going to be amazing. It was like 70 I remember it was $72. I was like, God damn. God damn. Yeah. Like, who can afford that? And I got, I, it made me sick for a couple of days. Yeah, you were not well. No. I, I do remember that. Yeah. You, you were it not. It was well. not good. But like if you're if you're like, honey, 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 honey. Um, I honey. I I'm, I'm feeling a little frisky for some vegan food. What are you us? Um, Jenny's vegan delicatessen down on third. Um maybe we could go there.
3: You want to explain that?
1: Nah, miss, we going to Taco Bell, man. They got a vegan menu now. That's right. Are you really if you're like, oh man, I could. I feel so full. my cup, you guys, my cup is full. Honey, I honey, went honey. To, I went and volun- volunteered at the Humane Society today, and we saved all of those porcupines. Dilly-dilly. We gave them new homes. I was part of an amazing process where we adopted a 17-year-old golden retriever who coughs up shit and yet still this family took this golden retriever home knowing he needed daily butt plug changing my cup oh, dear. oh my. my my cup is full the only thing i could use now is a vegan crunch wrap supreme from target uh, and if i could get some mint infused water <coughs> And Aquapana, please. If I could get, uh, if I could also drop a donation for PETA into the box there at Taco Bell, my cupith would runeth over with awesome veganism. Said nobody ever, <laughs> ever, never said that, bro. <laughs> never. So you're adding, oh, wow. Okay, look, the chalupas, <gasps> we're moving chalupas, boys, like. I can't even describe. We sold a record number of chicken chalupas last week. (laughs) What can we do next week to like raise our game? Well, you know what? I saw a trend on Twitter where- TikTok. I saw a trend on TikTok where these ladies in Berkeley don't shave their crotches and all they do is eat rabbit food. Fucking Cole Beasley. Why don't we add a rabbit pellet burrito with sprouts that'll do it (sighs) sounds like a great idea fred we're on folks said nobody ever ever nobody said vegan food taco bell ever
0: taco bell did all this reinventing this rebranding amazing double-decker drive-throughs and all this awesome stuff just be taco bell just give me the dorito Hard shell taco, just give me just be on brand. I'll never eat there anyway, but just be you. Why do you got to step into some
1: vegan segment, dude? You know, I was honey,
3: uh, honey,
1: honey. I was leaving the hemp store um where I picked up my legal marijuana cuz <coughs> I have a card. And I was walking down the street and I saw a ground squirrel in distress. I said, <laughs> As a member of PETA, I stomped on that ground squirrel's skull. Put it out of its misery. I better go eat some vegan food at Taco Bell to make my my heart full again. <laughs> <laughs> Said nobody ever! Dude. Like... <clears throat> okay. You know, look. This is just... Royal Blue's Saguaro, what did I just tune into? Um, uh, um I don't know. I don't know um, if, I don't quite know how to answer that, to be um, honest. Um, 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 I don't know. Mike Maples, who's walking into Taco Bell thinking, I'm really got a craving for a vegan right? food? That's right, like what? Man.
0: Dude, what?
1: You know. No.
0: Chipotle, I understand, but Taco Bell? What are you doing, dude? Rock, stop, Gumby says pause, bro. That's, right? Like,
1: <laughs> what? Get out of your freaking mind. Tanner Plummer says, you tuned into Monty show ASMR.
0: Honey, honey, honey. You know,
1: <laughs> I was riding my bike to work to save the environment. can duck
2: and no smoke.
1: <laughs> and I noticed on the side of the road that there was a duck. And I thought to myself. Man, if I could shoot that duck in the face right now, I could have Thanksgiving dinner. Dude, jaw, chill, bro. Chill. Or I could go to Taco Bell and get vegan food. <laughs> you know, I've oh, I've been hankering for some hummus. What's Is there vegan bread or something? Non-bread? Uh, you know, I've been hankering for some uh, non and uh, impossible burgers um with some um if i could get some chickpea hummus uh and i could slather it all over my breasts hell no
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> we've reached our limit for the day no nope, nope. no i'm not doing that no nope. i hope it won't come to that <laughs> and there's nothing you can do to me to make me do it
1: if i could get some seaweed hummus you're out of your freaking mind and spread it between my toes,
0: dude, <laughs> bro. Nope,
1: nope, 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 nope. From, no. from what I understand, nope, <laughs> nope, no. Guys, probably uh, Saul Goodman tofu. If I could get some chickpea infused tofu, no. And just throw the, you know the, um, the actual tofu. No, you throw that in the garbage. Need some gill strap tofu. Shut the fuck up. What <laughs> I want you to, <laughs> What I want you to know the greatness that is tofu is the tofu water in the bottom of the container. Now most people throw that out because they are of sound mind and they know it's crap. I doubt that. Not me. No sir. <laughs> I want to drink it with a straw from a bamboo tree.
0: On the right or the left side?
1: On the right side, where we're watching... Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out.
3: <laughs> what? Ha- what? Bro, what? are what? you kidding That whole me? thing was you muted? Mi- bro,
0: oh my... What? That's some G5 behavior right <laughs> Gary there. Gary says play the music, Jay. Dude, okay. Yeah, here, let me, let me help us here. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right.
1: Oh! <gasps> Tanner says we've reached our limit since when did you guys have a limit? Well, since when they started serving vegan food at Taco honey, Bell. Honey. Where are places where, like, I just think to myself, oh, man. I need a healthy meal. <sighs> I better go to Taco Bell. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Uh, you know, I'm really trying to watch my waistline. Um, I'm going to go get some cheese curds. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you're not doing that. You're not doing that, and you're not getting Fred and Jessica, the hippie vegans who wear their hemp-worn thongs and all drive day, Crosstrek. right? And they drive their Subaru Crosstrek, <laughs> right, with their cute little black Labrador, who you know they compost his shit in their backyard <laughs> to grow their produce, right? They're not coming to. They're not like, oh my Bro, god, buddy's pulling a compactor behind. By- are you see you guys? Yeah, uh, you freaking mind chickpea chalupas. I'm all about it, dude. No, no you're not. I'm not dude, doing that. No, you're not. <laughs> Jessica and her furry bush are not coming to Taco Bell. Her furry bush, royal blue saguaro. Vegan Taco Bell is like pineapple on pizza, okay, man. dude. Why?
0: Why? See, like, why? You, you it, say, we, had,
1: we had such a good take going, saguaro. You say stuff like that. And That's I don't, what fucking you know, like, me like yeah. fuck off. I'm like, I don't know who you are anymore. I don't know who you are anymore. Big Bad Brass Ball says, you're corrupting my little mind. Please stop. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Fat Jesus says, no, only last sentence was muted. Okay, good. All right, good. God. good okay. uh, Big Daddy Magic, I bought Super Chat twice. You never read it. When did you do that? It me. Oh, there it is. Can't oh, be Man Cat 1, brand new member of the show. Jake, whip it out! Yeah, we're deal strapping. Way to go, Big Daddy Magic! All pissed oh boy, off. Here we go. I love Aisha. Please give honor of take you SummerSlam. Whatever, bro. What are you talking about, man? I thought you agreed you would not take edibles before you commented. Well, who, what is Aisha like? Aisha Curry? Is that what you mean? But it's a it's got to be a summer. SummerSlam's a wrestling. I don't know who that Excuse is. Excuse me, wrestling. Wrestling. That's you. a wrestling reference. I don't know who that is. And if you do, please explain <sighs> it to me. Okay. Wow. Please explain it to me because I don't know who that is. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who that is. All right. Uh, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Lined up the non-sports topics today. Damn. Um, we <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this one. There is a new survey that says men believe short women are better for hookups. Scott than... <laughs> short women are better for hookups than long-term relationships.
0: This is wild, dude. Do you guys believe in that? No.
1: Oh. Oh. What does somebody's height have to do with it? Yeah, I don't understand this logic. I would love to understand it, but I do not. So, like, do you have a do you have a type? This is from the Daily Mail, UK. In a study, men said shorter women were their preferred choice for a fling. Women preferred taller men regardless of nature of their relationship. I want it. Asked their ideal height of a woman for, quote, uncommitted short-term relationships. Men typically chose women shorter than them. Researchers at the universities of Cuba and Canada, Norway, and the United States said their findings are indicative of assortive mating preferences.
0: Excuse me. Assortive?
1: Assortive mating is a form of sexual selection based on certain observable criteria that closely mirror their theirs, including relative height, social status, personality, and risk of passing along disease. I need a dick. Wow. <laughs> okay, so clearly it's been a minute since I dated, bro. <laughs> but am I the only one who's like, oh, oh, uh, it's okay, short women. I don't understand this right here. Yeah. And maybe somebody needs to explain it to me. But what does the height of a woman have to do with whether or not you want to marry her? Is this true? Big Jack 512 says, Goddamn straight. Yeah, is you gotta, this you true?
0: Scroll up to Fat Jesus's comment. A little bit higher. Okay. A little bit higher right there.
1: Fat Jesus says, You can't explore all of a tall woman in one night. Facts. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh Saul Goodman short women. No. Spinners Ron Loney says exactly fat Jesus. Wow. Um I don't under if you need an explanation Ball says you'll never understand. Am I really this far out of touch? Now I've been married for what feels like a hundred years. Right. But I you're you're a dating man. Does height of the woman matter?
0: I mean, just, okay, just from a, a sexual standpoint, I guess. I mean, no. you know. No, like, does, like have you, are, you ever said yourself,
1: well, she's, you, you meet a blind date and you're like, oh, she's 5'3". This is going to be a one-night stand. No, I've never said that to myself. Never I have I said that to myself. can't say that I've ever thought that myself Now,
0: either. for all the people in the comments who are being complete degenerates saying that Hey, you know, taller dude, shorter person, you know, better activities, I guess. But I don't date like that. I don't, I, I'm not rolling out I, I don't on a date, date like being that. like, yeah, well, hmm, man, better make sure that uh, she's 5'3". Man, wow, we're, we're, uh, we're doing it. Like, I, that's not how I live life, dude. I'm not like it. That just seems so foreign to me. That tells me your intent is not to have
1: a relationship. That's what that says, I feel like. Tanner Plummer says, my wife just said this survey makes sense because shorter women have a lot of fire and have bigger personalities, which is good for a quick hookup.
0: Okay. I mean, if that's, you know,
1: okay. Thought never crossed my mind. Is your wife short? Is she tall? What's her perspective? Adam says, I'm pretty sure men just prefer a hoo-ha instead of a -a ding-a-ling, no height requirement.
0: what I just said.
1: Okay. Oh, shoot. I didn't know I was supposed to break up with my girlfriend because she's short. Right? uh, (laughs) Fat Jesus. Short women look awkward in couples photos. Oh, please. Come on. I always have to crouch down. They only uh, only good for short term. See see
0: what he did there? They're only good for short term because they're short. See what he did there?
1: Okay. Royal Blue Saguaro. More hot pineapple and pizza takes incoming. (laughs) Right? I does height of your partner like are you I I my wife is five ten five nine I'm almost six three and but a like
0: half. that's a reasonable ratio that's a reasonable ratio but if you're
1: Shaq who are you dating I, at that point you
0: just don't care because you're Shaq right for the everyday average Joe average person right like well you know I I think it somewhat matters but I, I I'm not. I'm not like, I'm not.
1: Royal Blue Saguaro says, my wife is 5'1", full Italian. Let's go, fellow Italian. Thank you very much. Uh, And she said, this is stupid. Where's the Italian? (laughs) But I do think, and what this takes me to is I do think that we, as men, specifically, I think we have unrealistic expectations based on a woman's looks. I think we as men, oh, she's you know, she's great. And you know, the the sexual activity is fantastic. Time to propose. (coughs) You know, (coughs) never mind that she's crazy or she's had 31 different boyfriends or she's keeping the ring. Like you look at Zion Williamson. (laughs) Zion Williamson situation. Dude. Fat He's dating strippers, man. Fat! Like, I think we as men. I and and I I think the hard part for women is men and women look at sex, love, and dating completely different. Yep. Like men, I think in our in our teen years we're just straight up carnivores. Transactional. Yeah, that's it. I didn't be. I didn't. I can honestly say I never fell in love until I met my wife. I, I my wife meeting my wife completely changed me. Before that, though. Like, I, I mean, I, I'd never really thought about, whoa, love and forever. And I think, I think men are, we are just oddly different in those situations. I, I honestly, uh-huh. I, and I, so this survey does not surprise me, dude, a, a, taking a survey, an anonymous blind survey and asking dudes about sex is you're, <laughs> I mean, you're just pouring gas on the fire, Please, right? Like you that's are. all this is. That's all it is. Uh, Monty owes a ribeye. My girlfriend is a foot shorter than me. Well, okay. Mapes. Uh, my wife is five, four married 18 years happier than ever. And Mapes is a tall dude. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Already read that one. Uh, fat Jesus. Is there a short person hookup site, Jake? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Greg Hawkins. My wife is five two. perfect height for me at five ten. I can rest my chin on top of her head when I hug her. There you go. That's so cute. Tanner says, my wife is 5'5". Is that short? Is that tall? You you be the judge. Personal height doesn't matter to me. I I don't know. Are you taller or shorter? I don't think it matters. Fat Jesus, I'm with you, Monty. I never fell in love until I met your wife, too. See? See what he
0: did there. So see what he did there.
1: Yeah, I have great, you know. Uh, Darren Anderson, NIL became a minor factor last year and a major factor this year. San Diego State had six players on their roster that were high school recruits. You're welcome, uh, Jimmy. Yes, Greg. Me five nine. My wife five one. Chin, head, perfect. I'm okay. not gonna try waves you know, in opposition. You know, I, I'm just, I'm just gonna leave that right. You know, um, if Shaq is the reference, then I agree. I would never be in a long term relationship with a three foot woman.
0: Okay, I think I think I could be wrong. Gilstrap's about to become a legend with this comment. I could be
1: wrong okay, enough. Fuck, okay, here we go. Killstrap!
0: Hey! Let's go! Get your ass
1: over here! Killstrap. I like my women like I like my ribeye with a little bit of fat on the end. Not too much, not too little. Just enough to make me grin. Yes! (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, The Nye guy. Kyler Murray must be slaying (laughs) them elves. (laughs) Why, yeah. why, why the why the Kyler Let's Murray go. reference? Like, is is that necessary? Is that Let's necessary go. to have the Kyler Murray reference? You know he's actively in the gym squatting. Well, you like, look at look at my guy here. Look at my guy here squatting to, you know, get it, Kyler. Up, get that face. Let's go, Kyler. up, up. My guy, let's go, Kyler. Okay, I feel better. Um, Fat Jesus says, gillstrap. <laughs> see? Uh, Tanner Plummer, uh-oh, correction. What my wife meant for her earlier comment, because their big personalities can be a lot to handle, some men don't want that in a relationship.
0: Oh, got it. Okay, I see, I see.
1: Fat Jesus says, gillstrap. Uh, Big Jack 512, stop with the conference re-alignment already. We're talking about sex with short women.
0: <laughs> yeah, get your San Diego State crap out of here. We're talking about this
1: now. <laughs> Gilstrap says, I'll be expecting a guest invite to the show. PM me. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, the short woman thing, I totally That's weird, it. dude. It's weird, it. bro. It's weird. I, I don't understand. Yeah, that's weird. All right. Um, All right. We have to get to this alien story in the Marines before we get out of here, but I must remind you, the official pizza of the Monty Show is Papa Murphy's. Have you gotten the meatball marinara yet? At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara.
0: Papa Murphy's, that's meatballs?
1: Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara?
3: And how do you do it, Dad? How
1: do I do it?
0: How do I do it?
2: Well, we do it
1: with savory ground beef covered in tangy, tangy
0: marinara.
1: That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphys.com. Download the Papa Murphy's app—easiest way to get the best pizza in the business. Papa Murphy's—I talk about their meatball marinara all the time. You guys like get the calzone, slam the the marinara meatballs on um. top of it, dude. It's um. over. It is so good. Make sure you use the promo code MOTI25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Saguaro says, vegan Taco Bell, short women, sex, and aliens. What a freaking show. That's right. C. Kaufman says, see you guys tomorrow. Mike V says, show going off the rails, gentlemen. Have a good night. Yeah. That's non-sports stories of the day for you. Um, Did you guys hear the story about the Marines? Reportedly loading alien UFOs.
0: Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. Uh, An ex-Marine says his unit saw a massive UFO being loaded with weapons by unmarked U.S. forces. Michael Herrera was 20 years old when he was sent on a humanitarian mission following a 2009 earthquake in Indonesia. It was there, he says, his six-man unit saw a hovering octagonal UFO I'm sorry, did you say octagonal? Octagonal, which appeared to be uh, used by unmarked U.S. forces. Herrera said, quote, I could see something moving and rotating. It was uh, changing colors between a very light matte gray to a very dark matte black. It stuck out like a sore thumb. The thing was massive, the size of a football field. When he and his unit got within 150 feet of the UFO... Herrera claims they were greeted by eight men wearing all-black camouflage and bulletproof vests armed with M4 rifles with high-end night vision attachments. As they had their weapons confiscated and military IDs scanned, Herrera said he saw men loading large weapon cases onto a platform beneath the UFO. Okay, do you guys believe this? Infowars.com Do you guys believe this? First of all, again... I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think alien, alien UFOs are real. Mrs. Monty does not believe in them at all whatsoever. She's like, yeah, I don't know. They're unidentified. How the fuck do you know if aliens are out there and their UFOs are out there and you can't tell me they have not come to earth. I just now having said that, I don't believe this for a second. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, but you're not buying it either.
3: Yeah,
0: I, th- I think the, the trouble I have with it is like, oh, we were on a humanitarian mission, and then all of a sudden there was a football-sized aircraft that was being loaded, and you were like, you and a couple of your buddies were the only ones that saw it?
1: Come on, dude. Yeah, somehow on, that dude. doesn't make sense.
0: That, that doesn't that doesn't add up, bro. Uh,
1: that doesn't make
0: sense to me. Yeah.
1: I don't know about that. Gilstrap gives us $2 to so say, y'all are awesome, always fun, always informative. Thanks, Gilstrap. Um... I don't do you guys believe in it. Fat Jesus does not. He says this dude was high and watching men in black. It <laughs> he kind he of sounds flashed, like it. But, but it, but, it flashed. but right it kind of sounds like it. Yeah, it does. Jimmy, when the aliens come, we will not win.
3: The rock attack.
1: Tanner says this sounds very cute. Truck stop Gumby says alien anon. Mike Maple says ayahuasca is a hell of a drink. <laughs> you know, Glenn, the San Diego State fan says, got to run episode 966, keeping receipts. Yeah, you better, bro. Let's find out. Uh, Adam says, we're ending on Art Bell vibes. Yes, do you know who Art Bell is? No. Was? No. Alien radio host and amazing. I believe it. I've seen some interesting stuff out at Dugway Proving Grounds. Louis Capazzo says, you do, Capazzo, believe it.
0: The other thing I always wonder is, like, you know, the whole concept of, like, our eyes playing tricks on us or us seeing things. Well, like, I, like this story feels very much... I agree. It feels very much like they were high or something. I mean, I, it just doesn't add up that you were on a humanitarian mission and then, you know, that same night, like you just... Like I need more context. Did you like? Did you walk off into some open field or something? Or like what? Like you know what I mean. Well,
1: Herrera says uh, when he returned back to the base in Japan, an Air Force Lieutenant Colonel in full uniform but no name tag told him, "Quote: You're not allowed to talk about what happened. Not to your chain of command. Not even a general. You will go to prison or you will die." That's crazy. He claims the craft rose off the ground at a little past the trees, then shot off to our left towards the ocean in around 4,000 miles an hour.
0: Right, because you know what 4,000 miles an hour looks like.
1: From a dead stop, it didn't make any sound like a sonic boon. It didn't disturb the trees like rotors, rotor wash would. We could see coconuts on the tree and none of them were disturbed. So what I mean. You're describing hallucinating. He says his five uh, unit members are still too afraid to come qu- forward. Quote, it's not worth my life for jeopardizing my family, one of them told Herrera. Well, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I agree there's a lot of detail in the story,
0: but not enough detail.
1: I don't believe it lock, stock, and barrel. No. I don't. Greg Hawkins says aliens would look at us as an invasive species. Yeah. They probably would. Uh, truck Stop Gumby, east of the Rockies, you're on the air. I don't... Our bell was amazing. Tanner, I think aliens are real, but I don't like this. I don't think this story is legit. 801 West Valley, infinite universe, no way we are alone. No way Agreed. Agreed. we are alone. Agreed. Gilstrap, Strap, I always love watching, even if you, uh miss you live. I, like, I make sure to watch the show when I can. I'm out leaving one last membership gift, then eating college ramen for a week. Night, fellas. Bro, you
0: really oh. got to work on that nil situation, bro.
1: Ramen's so good. Taking
0: one extra ramen from the food table.
1: So uh, Goodman says we should be scared of Terminator slash Han aliens. Okay. Truck stop gumby. So we're giving the aliens weapons, or we're receiving weapons from the aliens. That's my. I was saying I don't think we're giving it to them. Kapazo, electric magnetic propulsion. Ooh. Uh, okay. Ooh, Michael Peck says on the next episode of Joe Rogan, does Joe talk about aliens? I'm all sure. The time? Or Saguaro says, should we offer the aliens some vegan Taco Bell? That'll Dude, save us all.
0: They could probably burn it off for their jet. Hey, ET, um, look, before you suck my e. brains out of my skull, I want to offer you me.
1: this is called a chickpea chalupa. They say it's vegan, which means it's good for you. Would you like it? And then he just like cuts your brain off with a taser. Good talk. Like I, what would? Good talk. An alien walks up to you. Do you say anything? Do you try to run away? Like, I mean, no, if it's I think, over, I it's think over. At that right? point, you've accepted your fate. You better have accepted your fate. I think the night guy. I know what four thousand miles an hour looks like. I've eaten an Italian village, and it goes subsonic, trying to get out of you. <laughs> wow, Good. truth, truth. Jimmy, uh, it's like John Gonzano I think they believe it, but the story is not real. Damn. Wow, bro, Jimmy! Damn, Jimmy! Settle down, <laughs> settle down. Wow. Getting um. It. Let's see. Adam says uh, Art Bell once said that San Diego State deserves twenty two point two million from the Big Twelve. There you go. To which Darren Anderson says, in the last ten years, Sandy goes yeah, 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 yeah. Darren now. Uh, Capazzo says, or it will start an intergalactic war, Royal Blue Saguaro says. Capazzo says, Jake, I'm in a tinfoil hat. I'm a tinfoil hat wearing person. Then you believe this story, bro, and that's cool. You know. Okay. Ron Nolan says, I once saw a floating dodecahedron in the in the high Uintas. Dodecahedron, an alien spacecraft well that's interesting that's cool hey man that's super cool i believe in ufos i don't believe that aliens live on the earth among us i'm not buying that yeah do i believe that 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 body cam from the cop last week in that Vegas. That was wild, bro. Where they saw something crash out of the sky and then those people in the house where it crashed said they saw tall alien figures with wide eyes. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. I just think it is what it is. You know, like, I think. Yeah. I, I, I mean, think... it's
0: tough. Like, I mean, because the problem is it's never clear and definitive. It's never no. like, hey they look like this and they fly like that. It's always like this really grainy footage. Totally. yeah. And we can never
1: get a handle. I don't know if I believe it. Let's put it that way. I'm not convinced that I don't believe it. Yeah. I am not saying it's wrong. Yeah. All I'm saying is I don't believe that... And again, this is just my opinion. I don't believe that we need to... What's the right way to say it? I don't think we need to speculate. I mm. think at some point we have to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I think at some point we have to accept it. Yeah. Uh, don't forget the Canyons Golf in Park City is the official golf course of the Monty Show. Um, love playing with my guy Darren Ingram. Be back up there this weekend. Why don't we go golf at Canyons this weekend, you guys? Let's go hook it up. Uh, the best course, the best carts, the best hospitality, world-class golf. Private club feel, lush fairways, awesome greens. It's Canyons Golf, it's everything you want in a resort town like Park City. Hook it up, parkcitymountain.com. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show until tomorrow. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.